the shy, Mr. Shake and Bake, 45, wrestling cause he feels alive, great memories and good, good times, said no to corporate America, give it up for your favorite character, commit a rebel with his head been done, club trotter from here to England, and when he's back in the shy, he's gonna go to Maxwell Street, get on his bad side, hit you with the pineapple, and you find yourself in I'm not sure what I'm drinking is going to make a sound. Only one way to find out. There is only one way to find out. Let me position my microphone. Only took, only took you two times. Shut up. That's all. Uh, welcome to Weenie Wrestling, everybody. I to open a bottle. I can't. Aww. It's true. Baby's first bottle. You're my first bottle. Aww. I lost the cap somewhere. You rookie. Yeah, whatever. What's up, Rook? <laughs> hey, Rook. <laughs> What's going on, pal? How are you? I'm, I'm good, dude. Fucking so excited I don't have to work tomorrow. Nice. Thanksgiving. Oh, thank God. Uh, welcome to an early edition of We Need Wrestling. I'm DJ. I'm so here with Brett. you drinking motor oil. What is that? This, sir, is the delicious Guinness Stout. Brewed. I don't believe you. That's delicious. Brewed at the Open Gate Brewery in Baltimore. They opened their American brewery in Baltimore. Let me smell the bottle. It is gingerbread stout, specific for the holidays. Okay. Let me smell the You've bottle. never had a Guinness before? It smells like a beer. Yeah. I had Guinness. I mean, back in the days before you straightened out your life and yeah. became a reasonable human yeah. being. You know, when I was a piece of actual mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Um, I don't think I did. You know no? why? Because I was just like, eh, too expensive. Right. Give me the cheap hooch, well, you, So you also, so here's the thing with Guinness. Now, this is Guinness. This is a stout brewed with allspice, ginger, nutmeg, and cinnamon. It's fucking delicious for the holidays. Is that, welcome to Hooligans on Hops. Right. Um, that a, that's a name right? So, yeah, I think, yeah. That's Hooligans of right. Hops. Hooligans of Hops. Hey, hops and Hooligans. How you doing? Uh, so uh, they're heavy, right? So you can't drink a. You, I can never drink stouts well, yeah, to like get the hammered. Of it, it looks right. like thick yeah, it's chocolate milk. Right. Um, so you can't drink it to get wrecked because you get too full. But it's a delicious treat, and I love dark beers more than anything. But I can't do them in the summer anymore. I need them in the winter time because they're too heavy. All right. Well, that was DJ's beer breakdown. Your beer corner. This is delicious, though. Uh, I like I, I I like my dark beers in the winter. So I really like uh, the is it Kugels that makes it the Snowdrift Porter. I like my Guinness Stouts. I'm I'm also like just a plain old Guinness Stout guy. A lot of people shit on it. Uh, I think it's delicious. I think I had a what's it called a half and half one. Yeah, Stout Guinness and Harp. Yeah, Guinness Guinness and, Guinness and Harp or Guinness and Bass, depending on okay where you are and who you want to be. Yeah. I don't know what that's supposed to also be. Also delicious. Um, but yeah, I had that once. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I like remember, how, I don't remember anything about it. I but. enjoy sipping on a dark beer in the fall and the winter, and then I'll drink my shandies in the summer. But I saw this the other day. I wasn't planning on getting it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Guinness fan. Yeah. Uh, toured the brewery in Ireland. This one's open in Baltimore. I love to get there at some point. Um, hmm. Because the- uh, Baltimore, you say? Yeah. That opened like right before the pandemic or during- So we, I didn't get down there. Uh, but, uh, this is delicious gingerbread stout. I, I recommend everyone picking it up. I got this out at the fine establishment that is Wakeman's. I don't recommend anybody picking it up. That's fine. It's I delicious. I don't care what you do with your life. Not you specifically. Okay. You know. Thank you. Everybody else. Except uh, if I like you. <laughs> then I care. Uh, Other than that, whatever. <laughs> Welcome to this wrestling podcast, everyone. <laughs> uh, let's, uh. 
Let's talk to the. Oh, well, before I, I'm going to add myself. How we'll slow I, it down. You know, calm yourself. Slow it down. Deep breath, everybody. How are you, pal? I'm good. Good. Um, All right, let's talk wrestling. Uh, hopefully, my saga of my uh, motor vehicle has come to an end. Listen, it was a harrowing week. God damn right it was. Harrowing a, week a, for a you. Very... For you, not for me. I was cool. Yeah, you were fine. I'm good. You were me. I'm good. I'm chill. I was. I was very like, hey, man, let's not get stressed out about this. Yeah. You did a good f- job. I did a good job. Did, yeah. Absolutely I, good job. Because I, I could have been a motherfucker. At, but at I least was... in my presence, you did not let it bring you down. No. that's Even in, even in my house, I didn't really let it bring good. you down. I was fine. Good. Yeah. Um, but it's all good. It almost came to a, a screeching stop on my way to your house today. Almost. When a goddamn deer jumped out. And I was like, this is it. I'm done. It's deer season. And I would have gotten out. If that deer didn't die, I would have gotten out and just pummeled it. I'm telling you right now. Okay. I would have. It would have sent me to a blind I've hit a deer before. It's not fun. I've knocked on every piece of wood. Yes. Never hit a deer. Just got to watch out from there. I had a bear run into my car it's that true. one time on the turnpike. It's true. That was terrifying. Yeah. Deers are, deers are shifty. So they're, they're assholes. They are. It's true. Dicks, yeah, man, it's true. Um, but other than that, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty good. How are you, dude? I'm good, pal. I, um, uh, it's you know it's Thanksgiving tomorrow as thank, we record this. Thank God. Uh, if you're listening to us on Thanksgiving, what's wrong with you? Go spend time with your family. Uh, we're your family. That's true. We're your we're your family now. If you need a tu- if you need some turkey and some right. stuffing, we'll talk turkey. Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna get it to you, but we'll figure it out. If you're local, we'll figure it out. All right, your boys, right? We'll, we'll 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 get you a meal. Yeah. Uh, so no pecan pie. No, that's for us. Yeah. You don't get any of that. No. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know it's it's been a it's been a low key week in the low key month. Saw Ghostbusters Afterlife I, I uh, yesterday. Good stuff. Uh, if you're a fan of Ghostbusters, I recommend go seeing it. How are you not a fan of Ghostbusters? Uh, I don't know anybody who has an ill word to speak about Ghostbusters. I like that Bobby Brown song from Ghostbusters right. too. So That's real I, cool. So I, I just want to. I want to. Is Bobby Brown in the new Ghostbusters? No. Oh, fuck. But in Ghostbusters two, when he's he tries to get the proton pack for his little brother, yeah, and like it's man. not a toy. No. Um. So well, that's sad. <laughs> I I will say a funny thing that I learned about Ghostbusters this week, and then we'll get into wrestling talk. Um. Uh, the 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 elite dressed up as Ghostbusters for Halloween, they so did. so this works. So there's the scene in Ghostbusters where Ray Dan Aykroyd gets the blowy from the ghost lady. <laughs> okay, you know that scene? Yes, I do. Yeah, where and watch him taking a sip, man. <laughs> Fuck, he's, it's he's, a blowy. He's laid in bed and like she undoes his pants. You see yeah. his tidy whities So if you know the Ghostbusters theme song. By Ray Parker Jr., which was supposed to be by Huey Lewis. I don't know if you know this either. Sidebar. Supposed to be about Huey Lewis. By, by Huey Lewis. That I did not know. Huey Lu- Lewis refused to do it last minute. They hired Ray Parker and just had him sing the song over the music from I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis in the News. Huey <laughs> Lewis in the News sued. Of course. One, got a, uh, what the hell are they called? NDA for okay. Ray Parker where yep. he couldn't talk about it. Ray Parker talked about it on the VH1 I Love the 80s series from like a bunch of years ago, yeah. violated the NDA, and Huey Lewis took him back to court over it. Yo, Huey Lewis is a dick. Fuck Huey Lewis. Only, it's only serial killers like Huey Lewis. Uh, he was on an episode of King Queens once. Yeah. Really funny, yeah. So anyway, so there's the scene. So you know the Ghostbusters song, right? What's the best line in the Ray Parker Jr. Ghostbusters song? I'm afraid of no ghosts. No. The best line is when he says. Fuck you, head is. No. The best line is when he, is when he says, busted makes me feel good. 
<laughs> so in the scene where Dan Aykroyd is about to get the blowy from the ghost and it pans up to his eyes and his eyes roll in the back of his head, originally that lyric plays over that part oh, in well, the song. I could see it's, how it's, that got taken out. <laughs> it's queued up to be right at that part. And they muted it on the soundtrack I, and took the I lyric can, out for when it happens. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Right, because Ray Stance is getting a ghost blowy. That's all. Uh, all right. That was Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Talk. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife was very good. I enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad go you see enjoyed it. it. Uh, go see it. Bring some tissues. Uh, if you if you if you were <laughs> for what reason? Uh, for your tears, oh, okay. not for the ghost blowies. For your for your busting. Uh, I'll confirm. There's no busting. Well, there's there's no busting of that kind in this film. Um, but uh, was it a spooky ghost? <laughs> it was. Uh, if you. If you love Ghostbusters, if you like me and your parents have wanted nothing to do with you so you were raised by movies, uh, you'll really like this Ghostbusters Aww. movie. Well, that was sad. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. I, I like it a ton. Uh, the main girl, little girl in it was in uh, Hill House. It was little Theo from oh, Hill House. Okay. She's the main girl in it. Uh, oh. Finn Wolfhard's the dude, the boy. I, I know, yes, and that's the what a name. It's such a great name. It's funny because on Stranger Things he dressed up as a Ghostbuster. Yeah. Paul Rudd, you don't go wrong with Paul Rudd. No, Paul Rudd doesn't do anything. And wrong. there's other fun hilarity and ghosts and gob not goblins necessarily, yeah. but go- mostly ghosts. But um, very cool. Man. Yeah. Well, I'm happy. So you that was fun. That. First time in a movie theater since Fast and the Furious. Uh, well, right, because we rented the yeah. we rented the theater for yeah. Fast and the Furious as as one does. Yes. Uh, but prior to that, Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, in the three D, the day the pandemic yeah, shut everything the day, down, the day the world stopped. So, uh, it, uh, frustrating, nervous return, but I returned nonetheless and uh, went hey, early. You're doing your part with everything. I'm trying to combat that. So I'm trying. I, I need, needed to see Ghostbusters. Uh, and I enjoyed it. So go see that. Good. I know. Uh, I know Tim from Final Wrestling Place. He's been making his way back out to the theaters yeah. as well. So. Happy to hear. Here, uh, you boys are getting to the theaters. I'm a again. dude that loves movie theaters, uh, but I don't love. The, I do too. I don't love the practices of it anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't love the 30 minutes of trailers and commercials. Uh, I don't love the uh, fucking 70 year old lady that was, took a phone call in the middle of That's the movie. That's just insane to me. Uh, not a text message, a phone call that she didn't leave. Crazy. She talked during her phone call, sitting in her seat. What a dick. Right. Um. So that bothers me. Uh, I don't think 30 minutes of trailers is necessary anymore because everybody sees trailers online. You're not going to the movie theater to be surprised Agreed. by a fucking Agreed. trailer. Yep. Um, so let's, trailers that give the whole movie away. Right. So let's just, you know, let's clip that down. When I go see a two-hour movie, I'm spending two hours and 45 minutes in a movie theater from, like, credit, from, like, preview roll to the end. That's a lot. That's a lot. A man. lot. Especially in these movies now. You should get a maximum of three trailers. That's right. it. And you can't leave a movie theater when the credits roll anymore. No. Because there's after not. credit scenes. You've got to stay till the very last credit rolls. You're, especially in Ghostbusters. There's a point. There's a tip for you. Well, um, that's why when you're sitting there watching the credits roll, you go on to that one website. It's like afterthecredits.com. Right. And you type in, is there anything after the credits? Right. I'll tell you, Ghostbusters Afterlife, there are two. Jesus. Mid man. and all the way at the end. Well, I was like waiting for something after the credits for Midnight Mass, which I finished this week. Yeah, um, which my God, please go watch that on Netflix. Yeah, watch that. One of the just unreal. Yeah, if you like shows. spooky, if you like spooky stuff, just seven episodes, spooky behavior, and it's just I described it to you as a show that has made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, in a way that I never thought I could. It's pretty great. Be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and but and not in a scary way. <laughs> it was pretty scary though. Uh scary, unsettling. And Unsettling is the word yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but God, go watch Midnight. Yes. That's so good. Yes. All right. Wrestling. Um, you, know, you know what else you should watch? Wrestling. Some, some wrestling. Wrestling. Not NXT. Uh, let's talk some wrestling from la- from the last time we talked. So so Thursday-ish, 
to Wednesday only. Yeah. Even though no, there's nothing on Thursday. But we're recording early. Normally, I'd fit something in after Dynamite. But that's not happening this week. Let's talk. You're up first, though. Well, there's some, some news. News. A follow-up news. from last week. Right. Um, there was the announced press conference for New Japan Pro Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Noah. Well, that press conference happened, buddy. And wrestling f- seems like so that seems like so long ago to me. But yes, it yeah. did happen. Uh, and they announced January eighth. Yes, um, I believe from Yokohama Arena. Sure. Uh, New Japan versus Noah. The, technically, the third night of Wrestle Kingdom, right? Yes. Or a third night of Wrestle yes. Kingdom. So the first there's going to be two nights of Wrestle Kingdom at the Tokyo Dome. Yes, which is the fourth and the fifth. The sixth is typically New Year's Dash. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's happening yet or not. I haven't looked that far. Mm-hmm. So then you assume the seventh is an off day, and then the eighth, this happens. Right. Um, kind of shocking, but not really at the same time. Because mm-hmm. Okada's been playing the seeds. There's guys in Noah who've been like yeah. teasing it out there as well. So it's finally going to happen. Uh, uh, Japanese I, wrestling needs a shot in the arm. It does, and listen, man, like, New Japan, uh, listen, before the pandemic, top dog. Absolutely. No doubt. Absolutely. Not even close. And for a long time. Yeah. They've been on, on a, just a hellacious run. Yes. Um, pandemic hurt them a lot. Yeah. No doubt. Um, Noah, they've been kind of getting a groundswell a little bit, but not really before the pandemic. Right. Um, the pandemic hit, Noah started producing just better content. Right. So it is what it is. Some companies uh, figure it out. Some companies New don't. New Japan it showed a flaw that they were relying on the Westerners too much. Right. I think that's the big thing. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say it. New Japan was very Gaijin based. Yeah. Uh, you know the the I don't mean this in a in a mean way, but the curse of Kenny Omega in a way. Omega was such a huge star, one of the biggest Gaijins ever. Uh and no doubt. Like probably what would you say? Top five, yeah, oh, uh, for sure, yeah, uh, and probably even top three. I think, I think the most successful Westerner uh, in Japan, like the most popular Westerner in Japan, uh, arguably be Terry Funk, right? Yeah. I mean, the Funks were I, I would, fucking I would put them number one, massive. Then you have Stan, one. Stan. Uh, would you go Stan Vader? Vader's pretty huge. You, Vader, it was a. Like Vader a had a better run there, deal. better run there than he ever had here. Yeah, more consistent, I, agreed. longer. Agreed. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would slide Kenny in there. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, the argument could be made that he's bigger than Vader because of the worldwide the, appeal, because the worldwide appeal and the that. runs that he had. Yeah. Um, but Vader, Vader's fucking massive over there. Yeah. Uh, anything that Vader got in this country is because of how big he was in Japan. Agreed about that. Um. And then went back after he was done here and still won titles yeah. when people thought he was old and done well, and whatever. No, with two cold, with Scorpio. Two cold Scorpio. But yeah, uh, Omega's definitely in there. I mean, that's, you know, and there's a lot of really popular Gaijins, but I don't know anybody who's had uh, bigger title runs like he has. Like, it's, I agree. you know, uh, it's different because Terry Funk and Dory to a lesser extent were national heroes. Yeah, they were. Um, like no doubt in my mind, I will know, always say that. They, right. Is Gaijin there number right. one? Stan becomes the the like president of all Japan. Yep. Like big deals. Huge. Uh, but Kenny has huge runs, great matches, and that I think made them look at other. Where can we recreate this? Because Kenny ain't going to be here forever. So then you get your Jay Whites. And you get your Bullet Club now, guys. Now, can you? Would you consider Jay White 
like a, a westerner though i would consider him a gaijin be just because he is not okay. not japanese. japanese okay um i don't know what uh, gaijin i don't know the exact translation if it translates to westerner or not okay. uh technically he wouldn't be a westerner but he's definitely a gaijin because yeah. he's not sure He's not Japanese, yeah. um, but the Bullet Club, the big Finn Balor, Adam Cole, sure. AJ Styles, like yeah. they were just the those guys were Good going brothers, there having right having amazing runs, and then sort of doing what Vader did and coming over here and yeah. and playing cashing off in. of that, cashing in to get huge yeah. stuff. Um, so the pandemic crippled that, and it's starting to get a little better. It is, you know, and they had Okada, but o- Okada's a young guy, but hard on the road. Yeah. And you know they're working. They're they they were working a lot of people that they didn't have access to anymore, and they had to turn to you know some guys who were super talented. There was just but some, they were floundering some a little weird bit. booking. The competition um, cut down, and seemingly the only gaijin they were able to keep was Chase Owens. <laughs> oh, like Zack Saber Jr. Right. Osprey, but yeah. then he got hurt. Right. Um, but it's anyway, tough. it is going to be New tough. Japan versus Noah. Right. Noah January doesn't rely 8. on those gaijins. Yeah. Noah, Noah's got some amazing talent. Yes. You know, some names you know. Masato Tanaka is there. Yeah. I think everybody knows Marafuji. Yeah. Great, great Mudo. Mudo. Yeah. Keji Mudo is there. Yeah, no Ed. matter what. Um, so they, they have names. They have the legacy. You know, I love uh, Pro Wrestling Noah from when it started and completely fell off. But they do have a streaming service. Uh, and uh, they're running shows, and I think it's going to provide the shot in the arm to Japanese wrestling again. Uh, the quarantine like times are down, so the people can start going back over there safely, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think but, it's it's a, a the perfect word that or perfect word you said shot in the shot arm. in the arm. That's I, all. I, I agree with that. Right. Absolutely. Talent's um, there. You just got to freshen everything up and get eyes back on it. Yeah, I'm um, excited. You know. New Japan, so, you know, they kind of did, like, a pre-recorded press conference with Noah. Um, the top three that they were kind of – their top three they were putting up was Shingo, mm-hmm. Okada, and Tanahashi, yeah. which is – That's – yeah. Yeah. Right. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, your champion, your ace, yeah. and, like, Okada – the generational talent that <laughs> yeah. is Okada. Like, arguably the best wrestler uh, of the last, I don't know, 10 years, yeah. 15 years. And then Noah was – their top three they were putting up was Nakajima, mm-hmm. Old Man Mudo. Right. Weird, but and, okay. And I get then, it. I forget. I, I, I just, I don't know Noah enough, but mm-hmm. I, I know his last name starts with an O, and I feel terrible for not having it written down or whatever, but he's the one who's been calling out Okada. Okay. Um. So, I'm sure they didn't put up like Marafuji because he was just champ. You know what, though? I, I think it's fine. Put, put those younger faces out there. Yeah. For Noah. I think that's smart. Put the younger faces out there with with Mudo. Well, okay, all right. Here's what here's what I mean by that. You don't need to have just all old guys, right? You know, like uh, Tana's your ace for mm-hmm. New Japan. And he's old. Like I said, Okada, he's just generational talent. He's not yes. that old. And Shingo's your champ, so I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, New, Noah uh, Mudo's your old guy. Nakajima's your champ. Right, and then the other guy, and I feel again so stupid for not knowing. Hold his on, name. I'm I'm getting there. Okay, thank thank you for saving my ass on that. Uh, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Okay, cool. Uh, oh geez, so Kiyomiya is that the guy? One guy, Kato Kiyomiya. Can you show me a picture of him? This guy, I no? believe so. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I was wrong with the last name. Whatever. Whatever. Um. But yeah, so they're uh, that's announced for January eighth. 
It's going to be on pay-per-view on their, I think it's mm-hmm. like Amoeba or something. Like yeah. That. So it, It's yeah. not on either streaming service until like a week later. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. will be buying that okay. pay-per-view. Yeah, so it's Tanahashi versus Kiyomiya, or uh, I don't know, Kiyomiya versus Okada, I guess. Well, they, well Tanahashi and Kiyomiya, oh. they were on the front cover of right. uh, um, yeah. the weekly like Japanese wrestling magazine yeah you're thinking with the o is obari who's the president of noah that's what i'm thinking yes okay see we'll figure it out we're, we're learning listen, let me learn i would like um, to learn but yeah so i think obviously they do tana versus mudo because tana was like was muda's young boy essentially yeah. trained him it was supposed to be his protege yep so the two champs nakajima right. versus shingo yes because they have history right um and then um was it kiyomiya kiyomiya against yes Okada. yes let's do it that's um, certainly how it seems. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, excited about that. Um, I hope it's not just a one-off. Right. I do hope it kind of leads to your working agreements because they've had working agreements in the past. Yeah. Um, so pretty excited about it, to be honest. Yeah. The Abima site is up to be purchased if you want to. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, as Ab- the date Ab- gets closer, I Abima Abima-pbv-onlinelive.abima.tv. <laughs> Real easy for you. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do in honor of that yes. uh, for next week's show, our watch list, uh, we're going to cage match, not because it's right, but because it's easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to watch some Noah matches. Uh, so what we have listed here for the top three Noah matches, number three from October 29th, 2006, Noah Autumn Navigation, mm-hmm. uh, Kenta versus Naomichi Marafuji. Okay. The number two match that we are going to watch, this is from July 18th, 2005, Noah Destiny, Katsuke Sasaki versus Kenta Kobashi. And then the number one match that we're going to watch. Now, this is the number one match listed on all of Cage Match. Oh, really? Yes. This is the highest rated match on Cage Match. Okay. This is from Noah Navigate for Evolution 2003, March 1st, 2003, Kenta Kobashi versus Mitsuharu Misawa. Right. I mean, the arguably two of the best wrestlers ever. Yes. Uh, two of the probably two of the best Japanese wrestlers ever. I mean, my favorite Japanese wrestler ever in Kobashi uh, versus everyone else's favorite Japanese wrestler of all time, Misawa. Which is fine. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So, right. Um, so all those are, are on YouTube. We'll share the links. Um, God, please go out of your way if you get some time to watch these. Yes. Um, I have not. I've probably seen the Marafuji Kenta match because I a couple of years ago I got really into their like tag team and feud and shit. I mm-hmm. uh, just like did a deep dive. I know I've seen Kobashi Masawa, and I know I've seen clips of Sasaki versus um, Kobashi as well. Right. So um, I'm excited because yeah, I used to be into Noah. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, when they fell off, they fell off real hard. Listen, I mean, they're they're the the product of my favorite era of yeah. Japanese professional wrestling, the, the mid-90s, all Japan. Yeah. The best parts of that, minus one guy, went to Noah. Uh, so, you know, Noah was, a, even back then, was a little bit harder to get in, in the U.S., um, but it's it's legendary, and I'm interested to, to sort of... See it, see it come back up because I yeah. only hear good things. Everybody praises how good Noah is, and nobody's watching it. They're adding English commentary. They're they're taking the right steps. Uh, I think whatever Japanese uh, company puts out an American app will be huge, and I agree. I, it probably takes a lot of development. Sure, but New Japan hasn't jumped on that, and I think they would have got a lot more signups if it, if you didn't have to pay any yen. 
It's just what it is. It's easy. The, it's signing it's up for New easy. Japan World is super, super easy. easy. Super easy. And you just people see make the, a big deal about it. Right. It's so you easy. just see the nine ninety nine yen or whatever like, it is a month come yeah. off. Uh, it's super fucking easy, but yeah. I think it still turns people off. People don't want to work that hard. People don't want to like um, hit like like they're literally right on top of the page. If you look on the browser, English. it says English. Right. Just click that, and guess what, <laughs> right. guys? You're good. Right. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think an, an app, uh, Roku, Chrome, whatever it is, and it's easy to cast. Um, but you know, if there was just an app on any of these devices, I think that Japanese wrestling company could really elevate their. Uh, their company and their I agree. their promotion in this country. I agree. Um, people so, want it. People are itching for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, admittedly, you know, before we started the show, that was my primary watching right. of wrestling was right. Japanese wrestling. Right. Um, Tony Khan's not bringing these Japanese guys into AEW he, over and over again because they're not pulling ratings. Right. He knows. So, so uh, yeah, that'll be exciting though. It will be. Um, so on the news front, that's all that I had. I just wanted to follow up on that from last week. All right. Um, uh, I got real quick. Uh, Scotty Too Hotty re- requested his release because he's sick of WWE's bullshit. Same. Don't blame him. Uh, a fan tackled Seth Rollins. Don't don't do that. Uh, I, right. Uh, clearly, this man is is disturbed in some way. Mm. Uh, I, so I, so because of that, I don't want to villainize him too hard. It's a fucking dumb thing to do. Don't because you're gonna get your ass kicked. And the funniest thing about about this happening is that from the first fan angle that came out from the back, it looked like that dude just engulfed Rollins and kicked his ass. And when you get it from the other the better angle, as soon as he hits Rollins, Rollins turns and puts him in a choke yeah. and gets him in the guillotine. Yep. And, and the like, guy, the and the refs pull Rollins, Rollins off. Hair, right. And Rollins is just kicking at right. this dude's face. Right. And yeah. then when the refs are pulling Rollins off of him, he's kicking at that dude. And like the refs pulled Rollins off because listen, that dude was going out uh, either for a short time or a long time. If if that choke got locked in, it's it is no joke. I'm not gonna say Rollins is a tough guy. He does CrossFit, whatever the fuck that is. Here's the thing, though. Um, but that choke will put you out. Here's the thing: you might think you're a tough guy, right? Seth Rollins will fuck you up, right? Exactly. That's the way and I if, look at it. And if <laughs> Seth Rollins didn't, Michael Hayes was waiting dude, in the fucking wings, yeah, buddy, and, dude. And then I saw the, the shot through Becky Lynch was there too. Yeah, yep. Like be- dude, that's the Becky's like husband or fiance right. or whatever. Like. Should right. come out and fuck you right. up. Like, uh, you're going to get fucked up. My favorite thing, and I sent you that picture, is the silhouette of Michael Dude, Hayes in is, the light. I have that saved to my Because right? he stepped out a gorilla. <laughs> like, because that's, like, ready to go. Like, if he needed to, he would have stepped in, yeah. and that dude would have been sw- would have swallowed most of his teeth. <laughs> could you imagine Michael Hayes just whooping this motherfucker? Right. That's, I imagine he could. I, yeah. Oh, it'd be so Some funny. schlub off the street. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, it's it's a sad story. If you look into it, the story with the guy getting uh, getting like catfish, all that stupid shit, like just it's a bad fucking idea. And then he cuts a promo getting after his release. It's so fucking it, it's dumb. It's so lame. Don't man. give him the attention. He's gonna get in trade. He's gonna get like charged and convicted oh, they, of a crime. He's already like we're prosecuting to the full right. extent. Like right. here's the thing, maybe not let that guy right back out on the streets right. in New York. The, right. He clearly is disturbed in some way. Clearly something wrong. Uh, so, you know, just don't do that. Hey, just, don't, hey, don't jump the rail. Uh, you're lucky the referees pulled, pulled you away. Yeah. Cause yep. leave it in, leave it in a wrestler's fan. Like uh, go back to that clip where fucking Hebner beat up that dude that got in the ring. Yeah. Like you're going to. And Triple H, they right. like beating the fuck right. out of that guy. You're going you're gonna to lose teeth. If yeah. not worse, so it's just what it is. The uh, whatever you think of a professional wrestler, how tough they actually are or not, uh, you know, the days of getting stabbed with a bottle by Harley Race are long gone. 
But these guys are still athletes. They still train every day. And a lot of them will beat you up. Yeah. It's just what it is. Yeah. So As they should. Yeah, right. So don't be fucking stupid. Oh, God. Just don't. Goddamn dummies. It's hard for a lot of people right now. Yeah, that's the problem. But just don't. Yeah. Don't be fucking stupid. I don't have any other news. I don't either. So let's get into shit that we watched. Yes. Uh, this week. So uh, I have one thing from Impact. Okay. I went out Was of my this way. Thursday? Yeah, but I watched it today. Okay. Um, the only thing I had, Minoru Suzuki versus Josh Alexander. Yes. Um, Josh Alexander is awesome. Mm-hmm. I really like what I've is, seen of him. Is he done in Impact now? Who? Alexander? Mm-mm. No. No. I thought, I thought he was done, like, after. I thought that might be why they, like, did that quick title change off of him and then no. he showed up on the Battle in the Valley. I thought maybe. No. Apparently, from what I gather, because I kind of fell off of Impact already. Can, yeah. you, can you blame me? No. Um... Was Scott Demore being like, listen, like Josh, like if you're gonna let what happened with Moose or whatever demoralize you, like maybe you shouldn't be here. Oh, like you know, just kind of like reverse psychology to fire him up. Okay, and just like you know, if you think you can still do it, here's your challenge. Here's Minoru Suzuki for you. Okay, I'm um, okay with that. Yeah. Here's the thing: uh, as a wrestling company in 2021, uh, as a wrestling company, date aside, uh, I don't see any benefit of putting the title on Moose. I'm not, I don't get that, dude. Me neither. I don't know a lot of people that are praising him all over online. Yeah. Now that I I don't follow a ton of wrestling stuff, but like stuff shows up in my timeline. Sure. If it's really good. Like I follow enough people that good shit will pop up. uh, And that. Impact rarely pops up. Rarely. And Moose never. I mean, that's. Like the last couple things I've seen from Impact was Broski getting murdered by Minoru Suzuki. Right. Uh, And then I saw what this match was announced. and I'm like, all right, I got to watch. Because I love Suzuki. Right. And it fucking delivered, man. Yeah, good. It was awesome. Crowd was super into it. There was a point where it was probably three minutes straight. Yeah. The crowd chanting walking weapon, because that's Alexander's nickname. Yeah, yeah. I know back that. and forth with Suzuki. Nice. The crowd was going crazy. They yeah. weren't at their normal impact place. I guess this was all done in Vegas. Okay. Which is good. Sure. Get out of the yeah. same studio. Right. Um, Who went over? Alexander. Nice. Hit him with that. It calls it the C4, which okay. is just a J driller. Yeah. Suzuki taking a J driller was like wow. hilarious. Okay. So um, has yeah, Suzuki Alexander, lost many on his US tour? I don't think so. No. So okay. for him to put over like Josh Alexander. I like it. Okay. I, that says a lot. Right. That says quite a bit. Right. He's really the only guys he's put over was like Mox. Right. Um, I don't think anybody else really. Yeah, I don't remember. Because he beat Garcia. He he beat Nick Gage. Yeah. He beat, um, he beat Garini, right? Yeah, he beat Gresham. I still don't watch that match. I got to go back and watch that yeah. match. He beat Gresham too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Suzuki. Yeah. Minoru Suzuki. Right. Um, but that was real cool. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how much I'm going to watch Impact. Probably not. It's just. Hey. Right. I don't even take the time to fast forward. To Keep it. your ear to the ground if something cool. That's about if it. If not, yeah, that's about Stop it. Stop wasting our time on wrestling we don't enjoy. See, th- there we go. That's what I like to that's, hear. That's that's my. I know it's a month away. That's my 2022. Don't waste time on wrestling I don't like. Oh, so we're going to talk about that on our year end special that we do, right? I have some ideas floating around. Okay. Sir. Um, Last year we forgot to do a year end special altogether. So yeah, well, these right. these things will happen. All right. Um, and also, last so last Thursday night, uh-huh. um, I stayed at your house because my car was broke right. out. Yes, you did. So we stayed up irresponsibly late. Uh, it was like really <laughs> fucking late, yes, man. Irresponsible. I mean, I, we're both used to it, yeah. but it was still pretty late because first cold night. Irresponsible. I only ended up missing a half hour of work the next Well, morning. there you go. You're a trooper. <laughs> um, I slept till noon. 
<laughs> I love it. Did you get that egg sandwich? Did you I did, it? yes. How was it? Was it I love that egg right, sandwich. Good. It was very good. That's what I like to hear. Um, so we were watching just a random J- Japan show. Yes. Um, I don't remember the name of it because it was late and I don't write it down. But just the two focuses I had from yeah, it. I don't remember. Uh, was This was the debut of Koji Katao. Right. Who was doing, against uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Right. Katao uh, doing the uh, the, Hulk, the Hulkster gimmick. Legit. He was Hogan. Right. Red leg and drop, yellow, red and yellow. Leg yep. drop. So Koji Katao was a massive. Look him up. Yeah. Look him up. Massive um, star in sumo. Right. Yokozuna. Massive. Yokozuna. Dickhead. Huge dickhead. But he was on WrestleMania. He was. With with Tendu. With Tendu, yes. Um, um not gonna go too far into it. No, this, look but... look up Koji Katao. Yeah. K-I-T-A-O. Yep. Uh you'll see the controversy. Uh look up Koji Katao versus Earthquake. Right. Look that up. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, and it'll change your opinion of John Tenta, which my twenty my goal in twenty twenty two continues to prove to people that John Tenta is a better wrestler than you remember. Uh, look that up because that's Boy, fun. Somebody has more John Tenta action figures than you. Do. That's true because they're fucking expensive. You need to, well, the Canadian earthquake. I know the Canadian earthquake. Start with the Canadian out. earthquake, that's and true. then we're that's true. That's uh, that's yeah. my goal for twenty twenty two. Right, is to give you a complete Tenta collection. Okay, the Tenta collection. Make me make me a Golga Elite, please. Cool. <laughs> I hope. Um, and then the other match we watched was Stan Hansen versus Vader. Right. Which mm-hmm. which about two minutes in you went, is this that match? And I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, they wrestled a whole bunch, yeah. but I don't know the exact date of that match. Oh, yep, yep it's yep, that match. This it. Oh, this is the one it's... where, you know, the famous one where Vader's fucking eye pops out. Right. And he pushes it back in to finish the complete, you, to finish the rest of the He pushes sick It pops out like bitch. two minutes in yeah. and then he pushes it back in to finish. Uh, you can find that easily just google vader's eye popping out if you haven't seen it uh it's great don't google anything else about vader and body parts either like that time when you ruined my life (laughs) dj i don't know you can still find that photo i should have saved that thing uh let's not do that okay he's dead he is dead (laughs) he's wearing ugly boots though (laughs) all right and that was it Opened up my text message. Like, oh, here's my friend DJ text. Me. Oh, there's a wiener. And I was just like, and you're like, oh, whose wiener is this? I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, the fuck? And then literally all I do is get a picture of Vader next. Yeah. And I just broke down That's for about my, 30 that, minutes. <laughs> whose wiener is yeah. this is my favorite yeah, game. Yeah, whose yeah. who's wiener is this? <laughs> you should play that more often. Doug should host that game Oh, show. God. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> I was at work when that I had to go take a break. I was very distraught. Yes, <laughs> you ruined me. Good. Oh, all right. So, next thing I have was <laughs> asshole. Um, whose wiener is this? <laughs> I can think of a theme song. Whose wiener <laughs> is this? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And here's your host. We won't be playing that game on this show. Bunny Hathaway. (laughs) Um, All right. So next thing I watched was Rampage. Rampage. The shit I have from here was uh, Darby Allen's crash and burn. Yeah. I guess Billy Gunn. Um, I thought that dude needs to calm down. Yes. Um, And then I also have... Billy Gunn versus Sting, give it to me, baby. Yeah, so uh, this is interesting because, listen, I, unapologetically, I love Billy Gunn. 
Nothing wrong with that. Uh, You're an ass man. Uh, I'm, I'm an ass boy. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, Billy Gunn is just a, like, I, I was tweeting about this. Billy Gunn is a Hasbro. Like, I don't think people realize. Billy Gunn's 58, I think he is, right? Yeah. Billy Gunn is a Hasbro. Yeah. From, like 93 or 94. Green card series, right. man. So, like, he's been around a long time. I only had the Bart gun. I didn't ever have the Billy No, gun. and he's yeah. been on top of the, like, in a good position in the business since then. TNA notwithstanding. Um, but even no, there, he you was. Don't like, you don't like Kip Sop? Yeah, who doesn't? Um, but so I love Billy Gunn. And Billy Gunn is a big motherfucker. He He's comes huge. from the era where wrestlers needed to be huge. Right? And I still think he does what he does very well. He has that style. He's He knows how to play to the back row of an arena, whatever. What does that thing he does very well? D-ball? Yes. Okay, good. Um, I think I love the idea of putting – I don't understand this little feud they're doing, but I like the idea of him putting him against little guys to throw him around. Mainly because you can't put him against your big guys because he will make them all look small. Yeah. Wardlow will look normal. Yeah. Next to Billy Gunn. It's just what it is. People as well, like when Billy and Sting were face to face. Yeah. You forget how big Sting is. Sting too. comes from that era too. Is that, yeah. Sting, Sting, wasn't a wrestler. Sting was a bodybuilder. They were like, hey, pal. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Sting was a big right. dude. Uh, so I don't know where they're going. I don't know why this is a thing. Uh, I, it doesn't seem like they're getting the ass, trying to get the ass boys over because that ain't gonna work. Uh, Dan Housen's doing a better job, of getting right. the Ass boys, over. right? But uh, Billy Gunn all the way. I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna be upset. I mean, I'm, I mean, not never. I will not often be upset to see Billy Gunn on my TV because I genuinely like Billy Gunn. Good, not as a human being. But as a as a wrestler, I'm like, oh, they're Billy Gunn. He's bigger than everybody else. Remember that time when he wrestled Tanahashi on that random New Japan? Oh show yeah, I do. He told Tanahashi to suck his. Dick. He certainly did. <laughs> I also remember. We both looked at each other like, what? I also remember when Billy Gunn wrestled in a church in Scranton oh, on the same show where uh, Shane Black wrestled Christian. So uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, That's also <laughs> on that show. I'll bring that up. Vin Gerard also on that show. A big time me out of an out of a hate by ten on that show. Oh, Vin. Yep. That dastardly heel. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing I have is uh, fucking Excalibur. I think it was Excalibur. Is he on commentary for this? Right? Does he do sure. rampage? Yeah. Uh, comparing Jade Cargill to Jushin Thunder Liger. Why not? We got same stop. physique. We gotta stop. Yeah. Like, listen, dude, I know you know Japanese wrestling. Mm-hmm. I made the point to you tonight because he did it again with somebody. Yeah. He, they've been doing it since the beginning. And I was like, you gotta chill. Yeah. Man, not everything needs to be. They, I mean, at one point. He, back to Japan. At one point, he compared Penelope Ford to the great Muda. Yeah, and I got shoot hot over you that. You did. It's true. Um, and then I have here the last thing uh, is the one buck trying to look like Snake Sapo <laughs> with his he was, nose right. piercing into his other shit. Uh, what was the main event? On Rampage? Uh, it was Adam Cole and Bobby Fish against Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Oh, right. I didn't watch it because I'm just not – I'm not engaged in either of those guys. Uh, Me neither. Comment on Jade in Red Velvet. Um, Jade can't work. I thought it was a Godwin's match because it's just the fucking slop dropped everywhere. Right. Jade is very, very new to the business. And I'll leave it up to other people who see her do her work behind the scenes. Whether or not she's catching on. Uh, I think if you can drag her into understanding how to wrestle and becoming a talented professional wrestler, 
and it may take years. It takes a long time to understand the craft and be able to put matches together and be consistent. You know, Steve Austin always says 10 years to get in your prime, all that sort of stuff. She's super new to the business. If you can get her to be even mediocre, even Cody Rhodes in the like level of good in the ring, you'll have the biggest female star of the last decade. The physique, the attitude, the look is there. You gotta, you gotta get that in ring up, and sure uh, this just, uh, man, I, it just wasn't. It's not good, and Red Velvet's not very good either. No. Nope. Um. So that's just what it is. But I, Jade has potential. You just have to find a way to fast track her into becoming even a serviceable professional wrestler. Like I thought, it was smart for them to put Smart Mark with her. Sure, he could talk. He could be the mouthpiece because right. you know. Her on the mic is just basically saying, I'm that bitch. She's a little shaky, yeah. So him, he can get a good That's promo. an aspect of the business you got to learn, too. Yeah, so I so. think that's smart, giving her a mouthpiece. Right. But yes. Yeah, I agree about the in-ring. Mm-hmm. Still needs some, some work. Needs some work, um, For sure. So next thing I watched oh, was... sorry. Oh. They announced on Rampage, Punk versus QT. And I asked myself, oh, yeah. did they run out of good wrestlers already? It was, yeah. It was, God, it was super weird, weird, but okay. Man. Um, so next thing I did watch was from Friday again, I believe, or Friday or Saturday. Okay, was New Japan Strong. Oh, you know, I watched Battle of the Valley. Okay, so I kind of want right. to get back into it a little bit because uh-huh. I'm not getting my wrestling love from uh, other companies. Right, World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes. Ugh. Um, so this, so they're airing um, matches that were from the tapings in Philly mm-hmm. from um, October. Right. So this one featured, uh, it was Finjuice mm-hmm. against Yuya Yamura mm-hmm. and another of the young lines at the LA Dojo, Kevin Knight. Okay. Um, Kevin Knight throws one of the sickest, highest drop kicks I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, Finjuice is a ton of fun. Um, Does Kevin Knight have a car that talks? <laughs> God damn it. Um, Finjuice is a lot of fun. I don't know where their act can go from here. Right. Um, you know, they were I, they were in Impact. They won those tag straps and lost them back to the Good Brothers. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're like a WWE act. Okay. At this point. Right. Maybe. Okay. Because uh, I don't know that they are, but okay. Um, but like I look at New Japan, and New Japan's tag scene is like, Deader than dead. Yeah. I can't even name who has the straps right now. Probably G.O.D. I was like, God, yeah, G.O.D., <laughs> right? So, I like, I don't know where they go from here. I don't know if they're just hanging in New Japan and they're New Japan lifers. Yeah. Because I know, they're. I mean, David Finley graduated from the dojo. Right. Juice didn't, obviously. I, I don't think. ended up going through the dojo. Uh, Impact, probably, but like WWE, I don't think Finley has any appeal to them. Yeah. Maybe if his dad was able to pull strings. But, I, and that's where I get at. Like, maybe if he's like, hey, bring him in. But he's little. He's not like in any notable shape that they're looking for, especially now. No point. Uh, Juice. Juice can talk. Juice. I mean, he they could go too. But they had their update. They, they had juice. They lost them. Sure. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't it's been know. A long time since that's happened. Right. Though. I don't know that those guys have another level. I don't know that they have uh, the ability to 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 force themselves into another level of wrestling. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with. But it every too. every wrestling show needs mid card guys. They do. They definitely do. And hey, like the the thing that always about New Japan has always been like, okay. 
the young boys, if they're in a match, they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. It's just how competitive are they? Right. And Yuya Yamura was very competitive. In yeah. This, so. Good. Uh, He's pretty close to being not a young boy, though. Yeah. So. The other match that I watched on this, because I did not watch the main event because mm-hmm. TJP's in it and ain't doing not that, happening. brother. Yeah. Uh, was Leo Rush and Ari Davari okay. against uh, El Fantasma and Chris Bay. Okay. From the Bullet Club. So Chris yeah. Bay started to work the New mm-hmm. Japan stuff now, too, getting nice. out of Impact. Yeah. Good for him. That guy's awesome. Right. Uh, match is a ton of fun. Leo Rush can go like a motherfucker. We've seen that in, all, in AEW. Sure. Um, as long as he doesn't retire again. Man, all right. Hey, that's not nice. Yeah. Hey, man, he was going through mental stuff. Yeah. Um, hey, no, I thought he was injured this last time that he retired. Hey, yeah, well, injuries cause mental stuff. Okay. Be nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's be nice. Yeah. Um, so I like Leo Rush a ton. Obviously, every like New Japan likes him a ton. Yeah. Tony Khan likes him a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, he would be great in Best of the Super Juniors next year. I yep. hope that does happen. Um. But uh, Chris Bay working as, like, just a shithead heel. Yeah. Like, not like a mean heel, but a dick. You know what I mean? Sure. Kind of like El Phantasmo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a good fit for New Japan. Yeah. And he's another one I could see. I would like to see him in Super Juniors. Yeah, for he's sure. He's a guy where I could see, give him a run with that. Um, yeah. With the junior strap. Yeah. I think it'd be good for for yeah. that strap. Sure. Because uh, who has it right now? I have no idea. Um. Utero? Oh, Robbie Eagles. Oh, yeah, Robbie Eagles, Robbie former Chikara wrestler. Robbie yes, Eagles. Because uh, Rage Taguchi wants yeah. to have a shot at it to win it. Because if he wins it, he'll be the 69th. Right. Well, he's the, the, the tournament's champion. going on right now. It is best of Super Junior. I've tried to follow right it a little bit, but uh, much like everything else, New Japan's social media is not good for the U.S. either. Yeah. So it's, it's a little true. hard to follow what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but good for go Taguchi. Yes. Taguchi um, wins the best of Super Juniors. It's just a step in the way to becoming the all undisputed international all-time world heavyweight champion co-owner with Daniel Bryan and then wrestling shuts down. That, so. Wrestling just – every time you turn on a wrestling program, mm-hmm. it just shows a picture of those two. Right. That's it. says so you missed it. Sorry. Yeah. Well, go watch your tapes. <laughs> um, but I didn't watch anything else other until uh, Dynamite. Oh, I did. Hold so. on. This is for this your, is my segment of the for, show for your rundown of squash matches. Oh right, Dark Elevation Monday night. Uh, I I'm enjoying Dark Elevation. I, I was thinking about this this week. It's really funny because when we started this show, when it was uh, with the Wednesday Night War and they were head to head, we uh, hated Dark and <laughs> Dark Elevation. Yeah. Dark especially is running like two hours and all that sort of shit. It's too uh, much. We were we were we were pissed, but. I, like, I think I even saw the runtime for Dark this week was like an hour twenty. Hour, hour 20, twenty. Yeah, I'm like that's it was too. Dark was two long, hours man. last week, so way too um, long. But um, so here's here's Dark Elevation. Uh, I was excited for a bunch of matches on Elevation because of some familiar faces from our neck of the woods. It opens up with Tay J, Ty J, whatever they're calling it, versus Willow Nightingale and Erica Lee. Yes. Uh, I was excited for this because their picture was floating around. I love both of them. Uh, both very familiar if you're in the Northeast, uh, beyond wrestling, all that sort of stuff. Uh, this was just a squash. They got barely anything, which is a shame. It's dark. Everything's a squash. Uh, right. Willow got a little more than Erica. Uh, that's a shame. But it was still nice to see them. Uh, in the not everything's a squash, we got Tony Neese versus Logan Easton LaRue. Uh, now just going as Logan LaRue on the on the little marquee. Sure. He was in The Masked Wrestler. Uh, he was blank in Chikara. Um, talented dude. I know a lot of people speak very highly of him. 
Uh, this Eddie Kingston comes in a commentary on this. Uh, this is this was funny. Uh, I thought Larue looked awesome in this match. I thought it was a really even match back and forth. I don't care about Tony Nese in any way, uh, but he's he's talented. I just don't I, I don't see the I don't need him around. I saw somebody refer to him this week as pretty decent Tony Nese, yeah, right? And that made me laugh. Uh, he did a spin kick to Larue's head, which was really gross. I thought the I thought Larue looked really good in this match. Um, he's a guy if they wanted to, they can pick him up and develop him. Um, but there's a really funny thing in here where. Uh, it was like Big Show, Henry, and Eddie Kingston on commentary, or maybe somebody else, like Shivani, maybe, I don't remember. But at some point, somebody talks about how Eddie Kingston doesn't have a car, he doesn't drive, and Eddie Kingston just says, you're right, I don't have a license, because when you're important, people pick you up. That's right. Uh, and I thought that was funny. That's right. Uh, then we got Team Taz coming out. Uh, Eddie says he likes the look of the FTW belt. Uh, Paul White calls him a mark, and Eddie says, no, I'm Eddie. My name is Eddie. <laughs> uh, then we get uh, the the reason why I really like elevations these these uh, women's six person matches. Uh, you got the once those so it's funny the heel side is always really lopsided <laughs> like it's the Bunny Penelope Ford and Emmy Sakura with Lulu Benzel, uh versus Statlander Ryu Mizunami and Layla Hirsch. It's just an ass beater of a face right. team. Yeah. Lopsided for the faces always. Uh, Taz isn't on commentary for this, which I thought was a travesty because he the the thing he loves the most in professional wrestling is Lulu Pencil. He should be on commentary for every match ever. Right. Uh, these these are I legit love these matches. Uh, they're so much fun. There's no stakes, and they're just madness. It's just stuff, and then everybody gets their shit in, and then it goes home, and it's perfect. I saw uh, uh, Sakura was getting her. Uh, Test for her Ford uh, driver's license. Yeah, she moved to the Good United States. Good for her. Uh, then we had, uh, you guessed it, Frankie Kazarian uh, versus Joe Keys. Uh, I care so little for Kazarian, and so does the crowd. Uh, then we had Silver Reynolds and 10 uh, versus Baron Black, Gannon Jones, and Duke Davis. Uh Baron Black, I know that right. name. The others. Uh, Duke Davis, up. I at least looked up, is a Nightmare Family trainee. Uh, he's a big dude. Like he, they could do something with him. Like he's a big guy. Um, they did a thing like where it was, so it was John Silver and Duke starting off, and Duke's a tall guy, and Silver like walks up to like square up against them, and he's like not even nipple high on this dude. Like and it's just yeah. really funny because uh, he's like flexing. He's the meat man, so he's super sure. strong. Uh, Rick Knox, you hear him at one point in this match on the microphone say, "We got to take it home, boys." <laughs> Oh, um, but, uh, this was fun. Uh, I think Duke could be something if he gets better. He's got size. Uh, the other match I was really excited for, we had Riho versus Trisha Dora. Uh, Trisha Dora making the rounds, put her over pretty big on commentary. Uh, I wish this match had more Trisha Dora in it. Um, and this highlighted my issues with Riho. I think Riho at times looks good and is talented, but everything that she does looks like cute anime girl and has no weight to it. You know, everything she does is, yeah. is, is it's like Sailor Moon and it's just like, okay, I, I, it's just, I don't, I don't feel, well, I don't, she falls on that Joshi side. Right. That's, but that's I, like that, that style of Joshi, yeah. that isn't my style of Joshi, but like, yeah. I just, I don't feel it when she's in the ring. I'm like, oh, this just looks like, I don't know, weird. Like, I don't get it, but whatever. And then the main event was Serpentico versus Wheeler. Uh, Wheeler gets a ton of love on commentary. Good. Uh, this was a really good match. Um, and they just, they seem to really like Wheeler. So, so good. that's a thing. Uh, next up, I watched NXT before I watched Dark. So you want to oh, talk NXT? Brother. 
The only thing, well, go ahead. I'll, okay. And then I'll tell you the only thing that I actually saw from it. What, no, no, what's the only thing you, you saw from NXT? Uh, Braun Breaker yelling war games okay. and being old versus new. And part of the old team is fucking the uh, the million dollar megastar yeah. LA Knight, baby. Right, because he's old. That NXT veteran. Not that he's old in NXT. He's yeah. just old. Uh, so I fast forwarded mega through this match, uh, there, or through this show. There are a few people I still care about, so I'm trying. Trying real fucking hard. You're hanging on by a uh, So I saw this after NXT. I'm going to talk about it here. Uh, they played a vignette for Tiffany Stratton, who is what? who's running the daddy's girl gimmick where she's like rich. Uh, and she like, she's playing tennis and she's like, daddy paid for my tennis lessons with the top coaches since I was whatever. And she clearly doesn't know how to play tennis. And like it's just this like she's – Rich, she's like daddy's rich girl. She's blonde. She's coming in. So, oh, so uh, they're having her be like dumb blonde, right? So, so they're like dumb blonde valley girl, right? Oh, um, so, the the notable thing about her is if you look her up a few months ago, she got some some uh, some press on Twitter uh, for being in the ring with an AWA legend as her trainer. I have no idea what this is. Uh, she's trained by Greg Gagne. Greg Gagne. Oh, boy. Brett, ask me why she was trained by Greg Gagne. Why was she trained by Greg Gagne? Because Eric Watts was busy. Next up. God damn uh, <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I love you. Thank, thank you. Next up, uh, there was a thing with Toxic Attraction walking backstage, and they walk past Dakota Kai, who's just, like, sitting on some sort of thing. Staring off into space, she gets up to join them because she's on their war games team, mm-hmm. and she's like extra twitchy and like talking to herself and looking Ugh. out into space. They're actively ruining Dakota Kai, and it bothers me. Uh, the one thing I was actually interested in because I still love him, Cameron Grimes comes out after getting his hair cut and his beard cut last week. Uh, seemingly dyed his hair a little darker. Mm. He comes out in like a suit without a shirt. Um, his beard's real short. His hair is slicked back. He looks like a normal person. He has dropped the Cameron Grimes accent. He still has a little bit of an accent, but it's not that, like, exaggerated to the moon. Like, he's dropped that. He's just, I'm serious Cameron Grimes now. Oh, wonderful. Right. Uh, Let's take away the thing that made me like him. Right. No hat. He just comes. He still has the same music and stuff, but he comes out. He's super serious. Uh, They're they're complete character changing him. Uh, Great. He awesome. uh, cuts, a, cuts a really good promo. Most like, fuck, the like, best character in NXT. Right. Let's change it he up. He cuts Great. a really cool. good, like, impassioned, like, promo against Duke Hudson, the poker dude who he, who he beat last <laughs> week, or in the poker, whatever the fuck happened, right. and boy, announces boy. The, that he challenges Hudson to a hair versus hair match, so Grimes is going to lose his beard and his hair, and they're going to they're gonna repackage him completely because they don't get it. Great. Right. Um, but Duke Hudson is like sitting in a chair, I don't know, it's a barber's chair, whatever it was, and like backstage, like they put him up on the screen, you know, and he's like, Oh, maybe I don't want to match with you. You know, we will. That's fine. And he goes, and and after I beat you, the the rest of your hair can join this. And he lifts up his hand and he has kept Cameron Grimes' hair in a bag. Oh, so he's a hair pervert. Right. I was okay. like, is he gonna make a hair doll? What the fuck is going is on? Is this gonna be like a hair pit death match? I don't know. Uh, Ill. still one of the grossest <laughs> yes, fucking disgusting. things I've ever seen. Uh, this was I I love I really liked Grimes' promo, but like I hate that they, they like I, I I don't know if they're gonna get through this and let him go back to the character if it's just because he's being serious. To me, it looks like they're abandoning the cartoony Grimes character. Oh, that that's a 
Good idea. Right. Then we had Malik Blade versus Santos Escobar. And I was like, oh, Santos is back. Yeah. Awesome. So I, so I saw him and I like rewound. He doesn't get an entrance. <laughs> what? Santos Escobar, Escobar doesn't get an entrance. Uh, he wins. Uh, and then Electra Lopez comes in the ring to cut the promo while Escobar stands behind her. She refers to him as their leader, but he does not get to cut a cut. I don't think he says a word. Maybe he says something, but she's now the mouthpiece. They stand behind her. He's, Esco- too, he's too fucking Mexican for es- Vincent Bruce. Escobar didn't even get an entrance. Oh, my God. Okay. I have his elite. Right. Uh, oh, Kyle O'Reilly no. comes out, but. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly comes out, but with Von Wagner and to Von Wagner's music. <laughs> Uh, we get the MSK Pilmer pilgrimage video uh, where he says – one of them says that they're still looking for the guru, which last week they said no more words. And this week they said that, that this trip has been too extreme. So that's what they're that's what they're doing there. Can't uh, for the upward spiral, man. They're driving. They get pulled over. And the cop's like, you know how fast you were going? And like they, they have a fanny pack that they're trying to hide because the cop can't find it. And they're like uh, – do you do you know how fast you were driving? They're like, I don't know, 35, 45 in the air. And he goes, seven. You're driving seven. So the old like stoners drive uh-huh, too slow yeah, gimmick. Yeah. Uh, and then they get him out of the car and they're like, open the fanny pack. I want to see what's in it. And they're like, they don't want to. And they're open it slow. And then a car goes speeding by. And the cop's like, you're lucky. And he drives the chase after that guy. Which if it ends up being Jeff Hardy, like they're hinting, is way tone deaf. Yeah, he's never had a DUI before. Right. Um, then we got the announcement, uh, the main event here. Uh, I fast forward through everything else. Uh, I fast forward through the main because I didn't want. I don't give a shit about anything that was going. On. I think Gargano wrestled Waller on this show, and or not Gargano, Champa did in the beginning. Oh. I don't know what's going on, but the the war the men's war games, uh, the women's war game is a joke because it's like it's Io Raquel, whoever and whoever versus Toxic Attraction and <laughs> and with Dakota. But the men's war game is Carmelo Hayes, Tony Pepperoni, Grayson Waller, and Braun Breaker versus Gargano, Dunn, Ciampa, and LA Knight. Uh, I am not interested at all. What is war games? I don't know. Next Sunday? I don't know. I don't, we're not watching it. I'm not watching it. It's this, it, That's real bad. That's bad. Like, there's no storyline there. There's no engagement I there. I might just watch the War Games matches. Ugh, I love War Games matches. Because part but of me, like, I just, I have, like, a morbid curiosity. Right. What's in it that can be any good? Like, it just doesn't make any I mean, fucking Eel sense. Shirai's going to have to jump off every right. goddamn cage wearing a fucking trash can. Right. I'm, I'm always up oh, for that. Oh, Cora Jade is on that team. On the face oh, team. Oh, she's a skater girl, right? It, yeah. Okay, it's, cool. It's, uh, she said, see you later, Boral. Um, it's nice try. <laughs> thank you. It's, it's Gonzalez, EO, Cora Jade. And I have Isn't there like a mystery partner or something? I don't think so. Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I really don't know. You know way too much. Yeah. That's the problem. Uh, all right. So that was, I literally, I got through the show in 20 minutes through fast forwarding, but. Anyway. I'm about to take it off my DVR list. Right. Uh, I'll still watch at least the camera crime stuff. A.W. Dark. Uh, I watched all hours and 20 minutes of this. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck? Uh, I was like sitting on the couch on my phone <laughs> looking up, whatever. Uh, so I didn't write down everything uh, because if I didn't if I didn't anything to say about the match, I'm just not going to fucking talk about it. Um, but uh, we had uh, a 2.0 and Garcia squash match uh, against a bunch of guys that I'd never seen before. Uh 
We had uh, Kira Hogan versus Notorious Mimi. Uh, what? Yes. Uh, but Taz is on commentary for this. Okay. That, all right. And now we're talking. Kira Hogan. The, Taz is the reason why I watch Dark because okay, I want to okay. see him be silly. Even though you don't like Taz. Right. And I do. I, I love Taz. No, I just yeah, like making no, fun no, of him. Nope. Not a lot. Um, Who's only one of these people Ki- at the table to team Taz. Kira Hogan. Does uh like almost like the the curb stomp like she she the person's on all four she runs and jumps off of them sort of like Rollins did for the curb stomp only she hits a leg drop and Taz loses his mind and goes Hogan with the leg drop Hogan with the oh, leg drop God bless you Taz uh so that was funny uh we had uh Bear Country versus Chad Lennox and Kane Carter uh this is Taz the Bear Country comes out and Taz. Three times says the bears are coming. He goes, the bears are coming. The bears are coming. The bears are coming. Uh, I, I, I've seen these guys a little bit. Uh, I like Bear Boulder, the bigger guy. I think he's great looking. Just looks like a monster. And they're fun, you know, heavyweight tag team, whatever. Uh, the important part about this match is that they're talking about, like, where Bear Country is or where somebody is from. And Taz calls himself the human geography machine. <laughs> And then says that he's not allowed to, to suplex or be mean to people anymore. So he's also the human sunflower machine. I love Taz so Which much. makes this whole show worth my time. It was a big monster squash. Uh, then we oh. got, uh, and uh, th- I know I said I was, wasn't going to talk, only wrestling I like, only wrestling I like, only wrestling I like. We got Joey Janela versus Zach Clayton. I haven't seen Joey Janela in a really long time. Uh, Janela tries to drag this crowd kicking and screaming to be involved in this match, and they could fucking care less. Uh, Janela has, like, a big jacked lady with him. Yeah, so the only clip I saw from this is when he's setting up for a coast-to-coast. Mm-hmm. And Taz's like, oh, brother, I know what he's setting up for. And yeah. was like, what? And he goes, snapmare. Yeah, right. <laughs> so did happy. you see what Janela actually does? No. He gets down off the turnbuckle, walks over, and just slaps the guy in the face. Oh, wow. So, uh... But the crowd, the crowd cheers this other guy, Zach Clayton, more in this match. And this is filmed at the Orlando, like, dark so headquarters. So that dude is the guy who's dating the one girl from Jersey Shore. Oh. Yes. Snooky? No, no. Uh, J-Wow? J-Wow, yes. Oh, really? I thought she was married. Okay, what? I, I don't want to know. Let's forget I asked. So the funniest I'll, thing. I'll take you on that ride if you want. So the funniest thing about this match is that Janela leaves the ring to like go get some plunder or something or set some oh he leaves the ring to go get plunder as a setup for the jack girl that he's with to get in the ring and fuck up the clayton guy right but like there's no reason so like rick knox follows janella to the opposite turnbuckle and like stares at him the whole time just so behind him all that shit can happen of course but there's no real reason for it so excalibur on commentary says because like taz is like what is rick knox doing and excalibur goes janella told him he had a disney fast pass over there for him and he went over to get it what the <laughs> fuck uh and then uh Taz, somebody, uh, Excalibur, somebody was like, they're both big Harry Potter marks. And then uh, they said uh, they're going to enjoy a butterbeer together after the match. That's uh, a Harry Potter thing, yes, right? Yes, okay. Weird. Um, we got a Bear Country promo. I like Bear Boulder a lot. Uh, then we got uh, the, the main event, not the main event, but the main event, Valentina Rossi versus Emi Sakura with Lulu Pencil with Taz on commentary. 
How stoked is he? Taz loses his mind whenever Emmy is in the ring. He loves her. That's awesome. He sings her song. He waits for it. He's like, it's coming. It's coming. Here it comes. Here it comes. We will. We will. Emmy. He does it every time. He fucking loves it. Uh, Rossi. Peterson. Rossi is one of the worst workers I have ever seen. Uh, insanely bad work and punch. And I looked it up. Uh, apparently trained by Sean Spears. Oh, well. Um. The next match we have uh, Wardlow versus Rolando Perez, and I told you when they brought it up we were going to talk about this. Well, I saw a clip from this. Okay. Yeah. Was it the Gorilla Press? No. Okay. What was it? It was the Power Bomb. Okay. The Power Bombs are gross. So this Rolando Perez, I tweeted at him to make sure he was okay. This the <laughs> little dude, like he little dude. Yeah. Wardlow, you know the corner finish that Wardlow does. The knee to the face. Yeah. Right. Wardlow does that to this guy out of a gorilla press. He presses the dude over his head, throws him straight up, and, and on the, the way down, knees him in the face. Uh, it was heat with Phil, brother. It was insane. Uh, not a shoulder, like yeah. up, out, knee in the face. Uh, the main event is Lee Moriarty versus Nick Camarado. Uh, I like Camarado's look. I'm happy to see Moriarty. Moriarty gets promo afterwards, which is kind of cool. Wow. Who um, Moriarty goes over. Good. Moriarty goes over. Uh, fun, like, mis- mismatch, size match. You get it. Uh, but for whatever reason, Taz and Excalibur, and I tweeted at them both because of this, went on a weird rant about Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania, in the middle of the oh, match. Good. Somebody from Somebody in the match or somebody in their brains is from Jim Thorpe. Oh. I looked it up. Nobody in this match is from Jim Thorpe. Oh. So I don't know where it came from. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, I didn't go Taz back. Was just reliving his old I didn't go days. back That's far cool. enough, but they were talking about Jim Thorpe. And Excalibur was like, hey, it's really fun. Or maybe it was Taz. One of them was like, it's real funny. What a, what's a, what a coincidence that Jim Thorpe comes from the town named Jim Thorpe. And I was like, uh-uh. So I tweeted at him. And I was like, actually, guys, if you know the history of Jim Thorpe, Jim Thorpe used to be called Machunk. Uh-huh. They changed it to Jim Thorpe when they bought Jim Thorpe's that corpse. That is true. That is true. So uh, that, was, that was regular dark. Uh, again, these are worth it just for Taz. Uh, but like the Nice Logan Larue match was that on this one or was that on the last that one? Was on that, that was on the last elevation. one. That's worth it for elevation. Um, and just this here, Taz like love Lulu Pencil and Emmy Sakura so much. I love Taz. That makes it pretty I love much Taz worth it. So much. Uh, but that's all I have until Dynamite, pal. Yeah, well, we watched Dynamite because Dynamite was tonight, and we figured, yes. hey, let's let's just we'll do watch this it shit. together. We'll ruin everything we're going to talk about while we're sitting there watching yeah, it. Yeah, why not? And uh, we got to record. Yeah. Which is what we're doing. Um, so it kicked off CM Punk coming out in Chicago. Always going to get an insane pop. Right. Um, Every it, time they're in Chicago, they're going to open course, with CM Punk. As they should. Sure. Um, MJF comes out, interrupts them. Uh-huh. So it's supposed to be CM Punk versus QT Marshall. QT, yes. Um, MJF comes out, interrupts them. Uh, uh, I just want to say really quick that Michelle, guest of the show, my, my wife, uh, calls MJF scarf dummy. Yes, he is scarf dummy. Uh, and that's hilarious. And after this, she's like, I think I like CM Punk now. Right. Um, he They do the weird like interrupting thing, which mm-hmm. is, I'm like, all right, why are we rehashing a thing with Eddie Kingston that just right. happened? Right, that's that Punk weird. was on the other side of. Um, Super weird. And the whole thing, I'm not going to go over breakdown or whatever. Yeah. Um, MJF isn't very good. No. Uh, this is this is a long segment. This goes about twenty one minutes yeah. into the show, and and like we were kind of like why, and then you know MJF's considered the best talker in the company. Sure, uh, considered a great promo. I get what they're trying yeah. to do. I don't think it needed to be that no. long. Though. I see a lot of people. 
praising this. I see a lot of people praise MJF every time he's on TV. Yeah, that's uh, true. I think MJF shows his ass every time he's on TV. Not every time. Not every time. He's done good stuff. Yeah. But like I, once or twice he's had a good front to back promo. But he meanders. And he talks too much. And I think that's what happened here. Um, he went long. This whole show feel, felt a little weird. Like the stuff getting a lot of segments, like whatever. Weird. I don't know. Maybe they're letting people just stay home for the holiday. Who the hell knows? Um, you know, MJF says Punk looks like a meth addict. Punk calls him the less famous Miz. They go back and forth. It's over 20 minutes. It just, for me, it was too long. And I think Punk delivered and MJF didn't. MJF settled, yeah. like you said it, he said a lot, or he talked a lot but didn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, I just I just don't get it. Um, I, he's had good promos. We praise him when he does. Uh, but I don't think this was one. I think it was a, it was a waste of time at the end. Uh, and I see some people praising it but saying, like, I don't know what else these guys have to say to each other. And I agree with that too. So how? what else are you going to do? Are you going to roll them out every week and have them cut this shit? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I don't I don't get the hype on MJF. I think he's managed a commendable job of pulling the wool over everyone's eyes. Uh, but I don't think he's as good as everyone thinks he is or as good as he thinks he is. Uh, and I think in this promo he showed his ass. Because whether you like Punk or not, I'm, I'm back and forth on that one. Uh, but I think Punk was a thousand times better on this promo. Yeah, and he... Economy of words. Yeah, Economy. exactly. When he talked, he made it matter. Right. MJF, like you said, like when he like was talking, and then he goes up to Punk and he goes, "Ooh, mm-hmm. your breath smells like shit." And then, well, that's from kissing all that ash. And I'm like, "What are we doing, man? Right. Like that's like a shitty line. Right. It's like uh, I, why do they just really late? Oh, PG Punk. Right. I was, and kept calling him Punky. Right. And like, like oh, you should be out here hustle, yeah. loyalty, respect, whatever. It's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. His shit didn't land for me here. Right. Like you said, Punk didn't talk as much, but what Punk said, right. was it was good. Right. You know? I, I, Punk, you know, some shots at WWE, and if you like them, you like them. If you don't, you don't. But he said, like, the only way you're going to be number one is if you stick around long enough for Tony Khan to have a daughter and you marry her. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then Punk uh, went on to have a match with QT Marshall. The second baffling part of this, this it, continued segment. I don't know why it was booked as long as it was. So It should not have been this long. By the time it's over, we're 40 minutes into the show. So we are a third of the way through the show. The only thing we've seen is CM Punk and QT Marshall <laughs> and an MJF promo. Uh, this is a two-segment match. With a pissed-off CM Punk, he should have just squat. There's, there's no storyline. Yeah. There's no proof and on TV just anywhere roll that QT Marshall should be having competitive matches against top guys, against even mid-card guys. But he has one here against CM Punk. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. It should have just been a whooping to send a message to MJF like, this guy says he's your best friend. I'm going to prove that, I, that I'm going to whoop his ass because that's what I'm going to do to you. Instead, they have this competitive two-segment match. Yeah. That I, it's not – I mean, not that it was a bad match, but it's not a good it's, match. It's forgettable. Man. Right. It's completely forgettable. Um, very weird. I think I think the exclamation point or the period at the end of this whole segment would be him just whooping. Q, QT Marshall runs yeah. at him. He gives him a shot. He gives him to go to sleep or puts him in the icon device, yeah, makes him it. suffer. End a match. Yeah. But instead they have this competitive match that I don't give a shit about. Like, I wonder if they're just like, oh, we're trying to give the hometown let Punk right. wrestle a match in front of in front of Chicago. Right. Give it a more meaningful I opponent. think the crowd pops more if he crushes the shit out of QT. I, I agree too. Right. Yeah. I would just let him do that. Right. Beat him up. Talk more shit to MJF. Not yeah. like a lot. Like MJF's right. not there. Just let him just say a couple things. Yep. Get on with it. It, yeah. it just, I don't know. It was, it was weird. Didn't work for me. Like I'm just not excited about 
MJF and Punk at all. No, I don't. I don't care. I don't. I don't think MJF. I think MJF is going to really have to step it up to maintain the quality like, of match that Punk's been having. Yeah, out of like the guys that Punk's face, like I was excited for him and Darby, him and Powerhouse Hobbs, right? Him and uh, Daniel Garcia, him and Matt right. Seidel, like yeah. they were all fun. Him and fucking him and Eddie Kingston, right? Like, but this I'm just like, eh, yeah, eh. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. I, hey, if you like MJF, do your thing, right? Like, I just, but. He's. I have like glimpses of where I'm like, okay, that, right. Like he's really good. Yeah. But then, eh. but like the thing is, where where does this go? So I I don't want to think too far ahead. That's not that's not my job in wrestling. It's not the right thing to do. You'll drive yourself fucking nuts. That's true. But conceivably, CM Punk wins, right? MJF ain't the guy to give him his first loss in this no. company, unless they do like some sort of cheating thing. But like, so where, so what happens? MJF game or Punk games nothing from beating MJF because MJF isn't anywhere in his stratosphere right now, and MJF gains it's a scale of gains nothing to loses at something to losing to Punk and having nowhere to go. Yeah, you know, like what do you do? Yeah, it's weird. Where does it go? I don't understand it. I don't. I don't know anybody who's like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a really good work rate match. They've been working Punk and Brian for the most. Even him, Hobbs, like that's a was a good match. Yeah, like Hobbs is a, is a. I think Hobbs is a better wrestler than MJF. I agree. Um. So like, but like Punk Garcia, like all that sort of stuff. You're working this thing with Punk and with Brian. Like we're gonna have these great dream matches. And I guess maybe they're thinking the mic is going to be enough. And a lot of people seem to think that way. You and I are in the minority here. Oh, for sure. Um, but, like, like, like is that said, is hey, that enough? One person held up their end in this. Right. <laughs> is, is, that, is just the mic work going to be enough? If they cut 10 to 15 minute promos on each other every week, is that enough to keep people happy? I don't think so. Because starting, starting a TV show with a, with a 20 minute promo followed by a 20 minute two segment competitive match with a guy who has no right to be competitive. Yeah. Very WWE. It, it, it is. It's very WWE. I agree with that. So uh, this led to uh, backstage Eddie Kingston just trying to eat his fucking cake. Right. As his place of peace. And I felt that this segment was perfect. Yeah. Um, Two point shows up. You know, kind of talked shit to Eddie a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Garcia throws the hot coffee in Eddie's right. face. Eddie Garcia on Friday. Can't wait for it's that. Be great. Yeah. Uh, Garcia and him like square up, get pulled apart. Mm-hmm. All about that. Yeah. Very like. Tiny, like, what was it, 45 seconds, right. a minute, if whatever? That. And it was cool. Can't wait. It was cool because Eddie was just like, we, they're like, we've known you a long time, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Eddie's, like, paying attention to the guys who are talking, but Garcia ain't saying nothing. Yep. And they have the match. And Eddie's, like, focusing on him. And he gets the coffee in the face. Yep. And Eddie sells it so good. Yeah, he does. Because he's Eddie. Right. Like, the funniest thing, like, when watching this, like, when he got the coffee in the face, like, I was like, oh, it's just coffee. I'm like, oh, it's hot. Because uh-huh. <laughs> Eddie sold it really yeah. fucking well. Yeah. Um, so that's you know Eddie's it's just it's money and like talking about economy of 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 words you know economy of promo get your shit over quick and make it matter Eddie does that every time yeah uh, and uh, I just this is to me this was a way better segment than the two they did more in this than the twenty minutes of MJF I agree did. I agree and it was just because Eddie's immediately likable he's just a dude who wants to eat his cake yeah, so he's, he's immediately cake. relatable immediately likable. And then he gets coffee in his face, and he wants to beat the bat, the the little dickheads that do it, yeah. that did it to him. I think it's great. And yeah. 2.0, and those guys are really good. And it's cool to see him back. They're they're in a bunch of segments this week, and it's good to see him back. Garcia took that couple time off, and they should have shelved 2.0 for the time being. Well, I know like Matt, we had his kid and stuff, right? You know, right. 
Um, but uh, yeah, you know, like I, I I'm glad to see him. Uh, I hope we get the Daniel Garcia is elite graphic at some point. Yeah, I uh, think it's just a matter of time. Yeah, that's all. But because uh, he's a talented fucking dude, man, and he's, he's having awesome. great matches with he's people. Awesome. So he's a dude who wrestled Suzuki on the Indies when during this oh, run too. Man, that match was so good. So uh, yeah, this was this was a really good, tight, quick, well done segment, and I'm so excited for that match on we Friday. We talked more about it than the segment. It was we did length, because so. it's that good. <laughs> yeah, because they're able to make it matter. Yeah. in a short amount of time. Uh, things that also matter. Um, yes, Darby killed one of the ass boys. Yes. Um, I don't remember the match. It was Billy Gunn and one of his dickhead kids. Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. Not the, so it's the it's the taller of the Ass Boys. Remington Gunn. Sure. I don't know what his name is. Um, Kyle Gunn. I don't even know who who are they. Top against? Gunn. Versus, that's wrong. Uh, Bear Country. Oh, okay. It's a it's a squash. Yeah. Uh, but Dar- but uh, Darby Bill Romanowski Allen uh, kills Colt. No, is that which one's the short one? Is that Colt Gunn? I don't know. Colton Gunn. What are the ass boys' names? Hold on, I'm gonna look this up. I don't know what their names are. I, I guess I shouldn't Google ass boys. Hold on, <laughs> you should Google ass boys. I will, but not on the show. I'd rather, uh, yeah. While you're at it, go to uh, never mind. Nope. Last time I set a website on here, we had to put a disclaimer. That's true. Austin Gunn is okay. the, is the one that gets Bill Romanowski'd. Dude, Darby uh, Colton Gunn is the other one. Oh. Not not Top Gun or Remington Gun or Machine. Or oh, it's already one, just one machine. blunderbuss gun. Uh, Darby killed this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. It, great. <laughs> I, uh, we were in the middle of a conversation. I audibly yelled, "Oh, yeah. fuck!" I I don't understand this feud. Again, I will praise Billy Gunn forever. I don't understand this feud. But if if Darby Allen's going to take such little regard for his and anyone else's <laughs> safety, uh, I'm going to not help but like it. Yeah. Um, he just cannonballs this dude the dude's on the ramp because he didn't wrestle he's trying to confront sting right darby's darby's uncle sting comes out yeah and then uh darby comes from behind just cannonballs the shit out of him it was wild right i don't i don't know how austin gunn isn't dead god damn it it was so cool um so they announced their first tnt special for next year uh Battle of the Belts. Right, and they're doing, they're, so they're going to be doing four of these like non-regular specials Kind of like your Clash now. of the Champions. Right. So January 8th, that's a Saturday, yeah. I believe. Same day as that New Japan vs. Noah show. Ooh. So double the wrestling, double the fun, right. baby. Um, next thing we have, that I have anyway. The Cole Fish promo with the best friends interrupting? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, it, was, it was all right, though. I don't I don't give a shit about Cole Fish, but yeah. we're going to get Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy out of this at some point. I'm so. cool with that. Um, I'm here for it. But Dante Martin. Yes. Made it official, baby. Right. He joined Team Taz. He certainly did. Holy shit. So do you think this is a, a swerve that he's going to he's gonna turn on Team Taz? I don't know, but I love it. Okay. Uh, because you know why I love it? It's something that I didn't expect. Right. Um, you know, Taz is screaming at Leo Rush. You know, why the hell are you here anyway? Yeah. Um, and Leo, they're sitting at a table. He's got the contract. Yeah. Leo's like, listen, like you know, anything to do with Dante has to do with me. I look, I look out for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dante or Leo Rush goes to be like, we're not signing this contract. Mm-hmm. Dante stops him, signs the contract. <coughs> right. He gets his his signing bonus where uh, Hook gives him some chips, mm-hmm. and he's off with right. Taz. He, he ain't Hook's chips. That's uh there's I was like, whoa, I did not yeah. see this coming. So it's interesting. I'm all about it. It's interesting because like Team Taz aren't necessarily heel. Um they're I, they're supposed to be. They're supposed to but be. But they're so loved. Right. 
And like Dante, Dante is so flashy that it's going to be hard for him to be a heel, right? We'll see. So what's going on there? Is this a way to fast track to get Leo versus Dante? Because that match will be fucking nuts. Is Dante's brother back? And this is a way that you get sort of them back together somewhere else because Team Taz doesn't have a tag team. Well, they could all team together. Right. But but, a free bird rule. But there's better with a, 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 you know, unified tag team. Is this going to be to Dante versus Hook? And we finally get the hooker. I hope so. The hookster. I don't know if you'd call him the hooker ever again. No, he's the hooker, goddammit. But, but yeah, so this is is cool. I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm going to stand back a little bit and wait to watch... Dante rope him in and turn on him, you know, do a little little hey, switcherooski here. I'm not here. fantasy booking, but uh, take me along for the ride. Right, exactly. That's what I'm here for. Exactly. I will watch Dante Martin uh, do just about anything as long as it involves bouncing off wrestling he, ropes. He better have those goddamn orange tights. So that's all. Right, he's, he's got to wear orange. He's allowed to wear orange now. Right. I hope he knows. That's that. how that works. Um, next thing that I have was Jamie Hader versus Thunder Rosa. Yes, that's the next uh, match. This match fucked. I loved it. It was so that good. That was awesome. Um. It felt like a fight because they were in a yes. lockup for the first minute. Right. Just tussling around the ring. Yeah. Um, all about it, man. I think Jamie Hader's great. Right. Thunder Rosa has the potential to be a fucking megastar. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, go ahead. We were booking this as it was happening because tournaments just, are weird. what we do. And we're, it's what wrestling fans do. And we're trying to figure out what you do, right? So, you were thinking, which I thought was pretty smart, that... Uh, Rosa loses this and moves on to to rekindle her feud with with Britt because Rosa might be a little too big for the mid card belt. Rosa needs she, to be in she that. Definitely is. And I don't. My, my opinion. We I, don't yeah. quite know what they're doing with this TBS belt. I don't know if the people, if the champion of that is gonna uh, you know lose it and challenge for the, who knows if they're using it as like an intercontinental kind of thing, like an old school intercontinental sure. way. I don't know. They haven't done that with the TNT belt to the main belt at all. That they've sort of kept them separate. So I don't know what they're doing. Um, but that's not what happened. Ends up uh, the Brick gets involved, ends up accidentally hitting Hater. Hater loses uh, to Rosa. Rosa moves on. And the rift between Hater and Brit expands. And I've talked about it on here. We've talked yeah, about they, it. They do a little pushy shove. Yeah. yeah. Little, uh, little hints of, you know, Hater doesn't do this. Stop doing the DMD in the promo. She doesn't clap. She doesn't really get along with the fanfare and all the praise for Brit that she demands in her promos. And like Rebels always like elbowing her, try to get her involved and she won't. Um, and like it could be just looking at that going, well, this is Hater's character. She's like the, she's the heavy. She's the tough sure. guy. Um and then this sort of puts that rift in there a little further. Um, and they can make a superstar out of Hater. I think Hater's talented. Don't know how she is on the mic, though. I don't know. No idea. Um, that's, a, that's a big thing. It's a huge thing. But it's interesting. Uh, I don't know if you put this belt on Rosa because... I, I agree. She's, it's, she's too I think big she's for too it. big for it. I, I, the, the, the look that they're going is, I think, Jade. That might be too obvious for them at this point. Uh, and again, Jade is Jade is very new and very green, so you're gonna have to protect her if she has a belt. But she looks great on a marquee. She looks good on the poster. Like yeah, because the next round is Rosa versus Jade. Is that what it is? Yeah. And then and it's gonna be and, and it's Stat so winner of Statland or Soho faces Nyla Rose. Right. So like uh, I think this belt would be perfect for like a Statlander. Uh. 
Nyla has to lose. Yeah. Like, whoever wins Statlander, Ruby has to beat Nyla. Have to. Uh, I, so it's probably gonna. I, I would assume you put Ruby through because because of her name. So Although she should she should be in the main picture too because of her name. Is it gonna be Jade Ruby in the finals? I think it has to be right. You would think, right? Um, Man, you're gonna put Jade over Thunder Rosa, like. There has to be some chicanery there. Right. It has to be. So, like, you can just run the power, but, like, I just, I think, uh, I think they're in a weird position because, again, I don't know how they're going to handle this belt, but, like, a lot of the women in the division are are a little more elevated than a mid-card women's belt. Yeah. Sadly. Um, So, like, I think, I think it's a good belt for Statlander because... I don't. I think she's a fantastic wrestler, but I don't see the the place for her in the main event picture right now. But somebody's got to come up and beat Britt. It's got to be a face. You don't and want, it, and it has to be Thunder Rosa, right? You're not going to put, and we talked about this when it was happening. You're not going to put two heels to have two heel champions. You have to have a face and a heel champion. You're not going to have two face champions. So you put it on Jade. There's a heel champion. Britt's Britt's title run has been good and long. It's time for it to change. And in my opinion, you put that on Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa is a natural goddamn superstar yeah. and a talented fucking wrestler that the fans love. Yeah, they're way so behind maybe her. you run it back and have Britt cause her the match next week, cost her the match. But what would be the point at that point? You know what I mean? Just, what? To, just to force the confrontation again. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, again, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, I'm very interested. I think Ruby versus Statlander is going to be a really good fucking match. I, I think so too. And that's uh, on Dynamite next week. I think. And I think if you if you're not planning on having, it's all what you're planning on to do with Britt. If Britt's going to keep this title for a bit longer, which I don't see a problem with, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. She needs to get better in the ring, but she is, you know, as CM Punk said, the fourth pillar. Yeah, um, that was a, that was a, that good, was a good line. line. <laughs> um, then Ruby so Ruby Soho wins this this middle belt. Just because you, she's a name, she's visible. That's the TBS title. They're making the jump to TBS yep. in, in 2022. Ruby Soho is a visible face that people know who's a good wrestler that you can put a belt on, put it on TBS and advertise the face of TBS sure. yeah. right here. Um, oh, man. But, dude, but if, you ha- if you're having TBS be a jade. Right. Like. <laughs> but if you're having Brit lose – then that all changes. Yeah, it's there's a lot that could happen. A lot of moving parts. Well, yeah. So just go along for the we're, ride. We're here for it. Right. Um, we have the Friendsgiving thing afterwards. Britt's all upset because no Jamie Jamie Hayter there. Right. She yells at Shivani, says, mm-hmm. no no Christmas dinner, New Year's Eve either. Right. And she's like, no, you don't get to do the DMD today. <laughs> she's all pissed right. off. Um, that turkey looked gross. It looked very gelatinous. Yeah. Um, 2.0 all over this fucking show. Everywhere. Because uh, they interrupt Chris Jericho. Oh, this was this late in the his show. weird cheetah jacket that he yes. was wearing. Um, so are they going to run like a 2.0 Jericho program? Chris Jericho always looks like he's about three quarters of the way through a bender. Well, good. Looks or is Look, allegedly. Yeah. Looks like. Yeah. Uh, next up, Brian Danielson versus mm-hmm. Colt Cabana. Right. The um, most build for this show, I think, is this match. The uh, the impending doom of Colt Cabana. Right. Um, Brian kicks the shit out of him. Right. Colt gets some as he promised. Colt gets the shit in. No Colt doubt. Looks fine. He got the he got big the, pop for Chicago. You right. know, right. He got the bionic elbow. Sons. He's got all that shit in there. Um, he hit the he hit the big apple. Yeah, but yeah. man, Brian Danielson. Is just the meanest wrestler alive. Right. 
And I love Brian Danielson so much. Neil Danielson's the best, for um, sure. To the point where he kicked Colt's teeth out. Right, a, a tooth at least, yeah. if not a crown or My some sort God. of dental work. <laughs> yeah. Um, this leads to him kind of promo against, he's like, oh, Chicago, when I debuted her, I got a different reaction. Mm-hmm. Is it me or is it you? And right. only one word to describe you. And I was just sitting on your couch going, fickle, fickle, fickle. And he said fickle, and it made me really happy. Right. Um, uh, he's slid right back into prick heel Danielson. Danielson, man. Uh, and it's when he's at his best. He's the best wrestler in the world. He's the most fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, and he's back to being uh, my favorite American wrestler. Yeah, like, no doubt. Uh, uh, I, know, and I know uh, last week on Ad Odds, Joe said it too. That like on any given day, he's my favorite wrestler of the 2000s, if not my favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah. And I think that's just what it is. Uh, I, I liked him in the WWE. Whenever I caught his stuff, I thought it was really good. Yeah. But like give me like 01, 02 to 09 and then give me 2021. <laughs> That's my dude. But man, there's a lot of shit in WWE sure. where he was it's awesome. It's great. Absolutely. It's great, but it's different. Like those but like those matches. He was he was better. He got more of himself through in WWE than anybody else did and he forced sure. it all in there and sure. I lo- and I like a lot of it and a lot of it's really great. Like a lot of those matches he had with Punk in WWE were sure. awesome. Right. You know, obviously WrestleMania 30 just turning yeah. into his whole goddamn right. coronation. Right. But I I like indie heel him and his his vegan warrior planet run right. champion, yeah. which I loved so much. Right, uh, that one Survivor Series, him versus Brock Lesnar, where you and I were just like mm-hmm. jaw dropped the whole time. Like, yes, like there is that's the American Dragon. Right, this isn't Brian. This uh, isn't Daniel Bryan. I guess <laughs> like, that's, uh, he's very good, but the American Dragon is my it, favorite. It's wrestler. just it's a different thing, different man. Guy. It's totally different. Absolutely. Um, Adam Page came out and he's just like. I'll fight you right now for the title. And he's just like, yeah. oh, like, of course, right after I wrestled, wrestled a match. Mm. Now you want to fight. Like, right. oh, cowboy shit. That's more like coward shit. Right. And hang around the hole. I'll even give you a free shot. And he's mm-hmm. just like, how insulting. Right. And he just fucking paint brushes Adam Page. Right. They start brawling. Page goes for the buckshot. Brian bails. Bails out. Perfect. Great segment. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope he still works his way through some more Dark Order members. I well, like that. Because he says, he goes, oh, we're in Atlanta next week. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, there's some guys in the Dark Order that are from Atlanta. Who's like, from Atlanta? Do we know? Uh, I think that Preston Al- Banks? Alan Angels. Oh, is he? Uh, or... Poor Alan Angels. You're going to die, kid. Yeah, he's gonna Sorry, killed. you're going to die. Straight murder. This is the Brian Danielson death tour. Right. I'm Straight all, murder. I'm, I'm here for it. Definitely. Um, then there's the main event. Yeah. Uh, the big eight-man schmoz. Right. Cody and the Death Triangle. Yeah. Uh, versus Alistair Black, Andrade, and FTR. Yeah. With Tully and Arn in the other corner. Yeah. Um, my favorite moment. Your favorite moment. Uh, I would I would say our moment of the night. <laughs> Cody throws the belt to the crowd. Mm-hmm. I immediately turn to you and I'm go, please throw it back. Just mm-hmm. like you're at Wrigley Field. Because that's what they do. When an away team hits a home run, they throw mm-hmm. the ball back at the field. And the motherfucker threw the goddamn weight belt right. back into the ring. Got it back in the ring. And it made me so happy. Almost hit Aubrey. Oh. Uh, but uh, Cody gets uh, shoot hot. <laughs> Cody hated that you moment. just visibly see him upset. And that's the thing about Cody. And I know we talk a lot about Cody and I shit on Cody a lot. Uh, and there's parts of Cody that I – parts of Cody's career that I have liked. But here's the thing about Cody is that – Yeah, name him. Uh, I dashing Cody Rhodes. Okay, no, I, dashing Cody Rhodes was good. Man. Right? Yeah, I, I like I the Rhodes family stuff with him when Dusty him when came he wore, out with the plastic mask. Right? I, that's, there's some Cody. I agree. With you. There's that some Cody was, that I'm okay good. with. Yeah. 
So there, nothing in AEW. I, I liked Stardust too. Yeah, I it, was, th- it was fun. He was at least doing something. It was fun. Um, uh, he's no Fuego Dos, but I like him. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing about Cody, and this shows it to me. Cody Rhodes, when he sits by himself and he thinks about wrestling, and he thinks about what where his place in wrestling is, and he thinks about wrestling fans, and you know his he's a lot he, the, his the industry is his life it's it's everything no doubt right his dad is sure. one of the best of ever course. his brother is one of the best ever uh, and Cody to me what bothers me and what makes him an asshole and why he gets so mad is because when Cody thinks about wrestling and he thinks about wrestling fans, he can't comprehend how they can't love him. He cannot, for the life of him, figure out why someone wouldn't like him. And that's a fucking problem. Uh, Because when when somebody doesn't like him, he gets mad for real. And this, you know, the the crowd was chanting. I'm sure the dude wanted... I'm sure the person who caught it was super pumped to get it. Like, it's a cool thing, right? Like, every wrestling fan wants... You want Bret Hart's glasses. You want Rey Mysterio's mask. You know, whatever it happens to be. You want The Rock's elbow pad. You want Cena's wrist sweatband thingers. Like, any... You know, it's cool, right? You want Jerry Lawler's on 100 advances. That's, That's only if you're an underage girl. That's true. Um... But, like, Cody cannot... How is that guy your favorite wrestler? I don't don't know. Cody cannot fathom that someone wouldn't like him. So when this fan did that, he got real mad about it. Yeah, you like I said, you could visibly see him right. up, like shook. And I'm sure even in his brain, he's probably like, oh, fans pressured that guy into doing it. And maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Uh, but it was real funny. And then especially like uh, Andrade tries to save it by grabbing it and throwing it under the ring. And somebody gives it to Cody. And that fucker, sad sack, puts it back on. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> Why would you give it back to right. him? Just, he, all right, guys, let that go. Let it go. Walk away from it. Because he pouted his uh-huh. ass off and then pouted it as he buckled that fucker back to <laughs> his waist. Just looking like an idiot. <laughs> right. You look like a douchebag. Like, it's, you know, uh, it's like the it's super troopers when he puts the soap in the coffee and he's like, bite it, Rook. Make him look like an <laughs> asshole. Right? Cody just looks like a sad piece of shit when he puts that belt back on. And then he throws it back in the crowd. And if you watch carefully and you pointed this out, the the security gets up and like like – must have said, like, don't throw that back. Uh-huh. You know, because can see you throw anything in the ring, they're going to kick you out. Sure, of right? course. Um, I do it anyway for a Cody thing. But, like, you know, uh, Cody got real mad because he cannot fathom that people wouldn't like him because he thinks he's the best wrestler. And like, like, it sucks too because it's like, dude, you went through it a second time and you immediately took the crowd out because they're just right. chanting, throw it back. Right. Like, why? why exactly. Did, just let it go. Right. And, like, he just, like, <sighs> It, it, that's just what Cody does, and like, there's, there's a, there's something to say about an athlete, anything, any public figure, where you don't let the haters get to you, right? That's the right way to feel because they'll, they'll break you apart. Of course, like they'll tear your ass down. Well, that's they're saying one of the reasons why I deleted his Twitter. Right. Focus on the people that like you. Try and drone out the other people. Um, you know, Brandy tweeted today about, oh, what's the male Karen? Because there's a ton of them on the internet. Because she, again. They're married blindly, defends her husband. I get it. You know, my wife also married a shithead. So, um, (laughs) but, uh, but he just, he's so crestfallen. Like, just let it go. Just walk away from it. Better luck next time. Know the crowd. 
Chicago ain't going to put up with that no, shit. Oh, my God. No, absolutely not. You know? Find a kid. In the front row, yep. give it to a little kid. Well, Don't just throw it. Does. Give it to a little like, kid. Yeah. Because the crowd isn't going to pressure a little never, kid never. to throw it back. Because the kid's not going to understand it. Yeah. Do that. Because this ain't going to work. You look like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> and you look worse when you pout. Uh-huh. Uh, besides that, I thought this match was a ton of fun. It was awesome, uh, dude. I think the shining star, as always, is, pa- is Pac, Pac. Oh, like I, I said to you during this, pick. you know, like it'll be a fucking shame if he doesn't get a run with that. Right. Main title. Um, It'll be a, an actual shame. Right. Uh, but Lucha Brothers, I thought, were great. In right. This. FTR was FTR awesome. Fine. Right. Uh, Black looked great. Right. Andrade looked good. Andrade, Andrade took, took his, his pants, off. pants right. off. It looked awesome At doing it. At some point, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, this match was a lot of fun. But Cody, Cody's a detriment. Malachi with the, with the shoot liver kick. At the right. End. Oh God, I don't even know what that was about. <laughs> They're doing the spot to, for the finish, and Cody gets up on the apron, like he's he's trying to he he trying to get Black's attention so Black can go over and stop him from getting the ring and breaking up the pin. And Black goes to throw his kick with the Black Mass. Yeah. Does he still call it the Black yeah. Mass? Uh, which goes to the face. And at the last minute, he drops that under the top rope and liver kick Cody. I wonder if. It was supposed to be Cody going in between the ropes. Oh. And getting kicked in the face that, that would way. make the most sense. Like, maybe that was supposed to happen. But you can tell that Cody's standing up, right? otherwise, man, he got shoot liver right, kicked. Right, he got liver. He didn't piss blood. He got liver <laughs> like, kicked. You and I were just like, who, who? Yeah, he got kicked in the fucking liver. Like, that does not feel good. No. Like, Boss Rootin was proud of that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like... The only thing worse is getting a barstool broken over your yeah, head. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it was a good match. Uh, I thought it, a, a good show, but a weird show. Uh, I don't know. Something about it felt odd. Uh, but I, but it was another good dynamite, good wrestling show. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a ton of fun, man. Building some cool stuff to Rampage, but not. They also don't spend all their time building the Rampage, which I like. Yeah. Um. You know, I still think Rampage is my favorite wrestling show to watch. Yeah, it's so easy. It's three uh, matches. Yeah. They they it's and great. they make sure they matter for the most yeah. part, and they move on. Yeah. So the Friday's gonna be a good Rampage yeah, for sure. I, I agree. Eddie Garcia, Eddie I think Garcia is gonna, is gonna, is gonna be tear it down. Fucking killer for sure, because Eddie's gonna be extra fucking mad. <laughs> yeah, so, I can't wait. Yeah. Um. But that was all like the actual real time. That was wrestling. that was real real time wrestling yeah. with. Brett Maher. What? It isn't it real time with Bill oh, Maher? Don't you ever compare me to that dick. Is that what his show's called? Yeah, I'm fucking Bill. Bill Maher's God shit. damn it. Yeah. That hurts my feelings. Sorry. All right. Um, so what we actually... I didn't compare you to Jim Brewer. <sighs> Yo, how like... Or Jay Moore. How unfunny is that guy? Jim Brewer? Yeah. Horribly. He used to be funny. I used to like his Metallica shtick. Sure. And like when he would impersonate Dio because he sounded just like Right. Him. Uh, but he also got famous doing a goat noise uh, in there's, some of the worst SNL ever. There's also that. Uh, right. Uh, oh, God. Real bad SNL. Real yeah. bad. Like, like I, I, yeah. I had said this earlier. Like, SNL was so bad that Jay Moore was like, this shit sucks. I'm yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jay Moore. Is that you're so, so right about that? Um, but uh, yeah, was, whatever. Ugh. Well, we watched uh, from uh, right. the year two thousand nine, right? The Wrestling Road Diaries. Yes. And the reason we watched this was because of Brian Danielson versus Cole Cabana, right? And the AEW put out a little video package with a bunch of clips. They were building up to it. Yeah. Um. So this documentary came out. It was based in two thousand nine. Uh. It was when Colt got fired. 
from WWE. Yes. And he came back, went back was on the road. back to the Indies. Brian was getting signed by WWE. He got, see, like right at the beginning there, like so, he just, we just found out he got it's signed. such a cool dynamic. It's 10 days of the road. Yeah. Them it, and Sal Renaro. Them Sal, no. Sal Renaro is yeah. there. Yeah, right. Um, That's Sal Renaro's role. Yeah. And I, I like he knows it. it. Right. I like because yeah. in this, he's just like, I'm a mid-card enhancement guy. Yeah. I'm fine with that because I still get to be out here doing it. Exactly. He's like, I don't mind. Yeah. I'm just having fun. Well, and even like Brian talks about, you know, when you're on a road trip with people mm-hmm. and, you know, he's like, you could be in a car for three hours with somebody and it feels like it's eight hours because they're just right. unbearable. He goes, mm-hmm. but I got like Colt and then, you know, yeah. you added Sal and he goes, this is great. He goes, right. these guys are, are awesome. He goes, I'll go anywhere with these guys. Um but it was, yeah, Brian was coming to an end on the Indies. Yes. Colt was just coming back. Yep. Um, you see, like, the 10-day trip they're on, um, you know, they're at the, uh, this is Colt was yeah. his return. I right. forget what Ring of Honor pay-per-view it was. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but it was him and Danielson, like, teaming up. Colt so, was a surprise. Right. The place goes fucking crazy. Right. Some interesting, interesting faces and places in that this That is, like, I love watching this yeah. just to look at who was around. Right. Uh, one of the ROH young boys was we won Seth Rollins. Right. Yeah. I was like, ooh, look at that. There's Tyler Black. Is he, and he's in like the, is he in, when they go to training? Is he there in that segment? No, but when they're sitting backstage, yeah. like sitting around the monitor, mm-hmm. he's one of them. Is he? That's yeah. funny. Okay. Like, wow, look at that. Yeah, so it's int- I watched this. I remember seeing this like when it came out. Uh, so it's been a while. Um, it's like almost three hours long. Yeah. Uh, I, I put it in the other night, and I was like, I'm just going to watch about half of it. I ended up watching the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just fun. It's just like a, a look back to, to that time period of, like, what re- what indie wrestling was. Ring of Honor is hot. Uh, yeah. Arg- this was uh, arguably, they dip the off, of they dip off when Brian leaves. Well, yeah, because Brian leaves at the same time as Nigel. Right. Like, right. And it's crazy. Yeah. Right. You know, the, and the Punk, whole, Punk had been gone. Punk's already gone. Right. Um, you know, there wasn't, like, the rise of Steen yet. Right. So it is a weird You see period. him, but he's, yeah. Yeah, I know. how we that young baby right. Steen that yeah. you see, too. Um, I uh, I will get out of the way right now, is that um, some of some of their jokes and language don't age the best. I mean. I don't, I'm not holding it against okay. them. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's. It's a very accurate portrayal of what three dudes are like on the road. Sure. It's what happens. Uh, you try and correct the language. You try and learn from, you know, that sort of shit. Um, but, you know, lots of lots of AIDS jokes, lots of other things. And Ring of Honor is... I wouldn't uh, say lots. Well, lots, but enough. Of one. <laughs> uh, but, like, the commentary has, you know, if you go back and watch Ring of Honor from this time period and before, the commentary is cringy at times. So if you're going... By this time, it was probably right. clean. But if you're going to watch this... Uh, I just let it go. <laughs> it's 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 relatively harmless. Yeah. Um, you just you just move on from it. Uh, but it you know it could be jarring. Uh, the couple of times that that things like that do show up. Yeah. But otherwise, this is a ton of fun. Yeah, it's actually one of my favorite wrestling documentaries. Yeah. Um, you know, Brian's last tour, like you know, they hit like some shitty indie in like Connecticut or CTWE. whatever. Yeah, sure. Uh huh. Like real shitty indie. Uh huh. Um, you know, what was it? Cabana versus a young tomato champer. It was yes, a very made, young made, tomato champer. Yes. Lot. Uh, the one of the first things in here is the uh, a Ring of Honor show at the ECW Arena. That's where like Cole makes yeah. his return, 
and it was so nice to see the arena the way it's meant to I be know, laid out. Right? Even though it's like nicer and clean, like they swept the floor and painted the fucking walls, which whatever, yeah. whatever you want to do. Um, but it's cool to see the arena the way it's meant to I be. I think it was what it was going, but it was the new Alhambra. The new Alhambra, right? The, just the way the way it's meant to be, and it's cool to go in there now. They have the memorial to it and all that sort sure. of shit. But it's not it don't it's not the no. same inside. Uh, Colt taking that back bump on that wooden ramp on the outside right. was and then Prince Nana there smoking cigarettes. Uh-huh. Like, I did that last week. Right. I did it last week. Are yeah. you all right, Colt? Yeah. Um but yeah, like just seeing some of the faces that were around, like right. you see, still see the Briscoes. Right. American Wolves when they were like yeah. just killers. There's the whole segment on un- unmasked jigsaw where they made the crowd chant <laughs> yeah, put I your mask so back much. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh I forgot how much I liked Jigsaw. Jigsaw was great, man. I I love Jigsaw and Jakara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I remember where he was in TNA as Rubix. And I was like, he's the man. Yeah, Jigsaw was good. Um, Hope he's doing all right, I, wherever he is. I see him floating around on Twitter. Yeah, every that's now good. And uh, oh, so let's let's cut to the chase. Chikara show. They they were they. <laughs> I knew you were. This was gonna be your main focal they, point. They work at the Chica, they work at Chikara show they in sure like do. in like Massachusetts or something. Yeah, so you have a Joey Eastman sighting, right? Uh, a Steve the Turtle Weiner Weiner because it's how it's spelled. I love like when Brian just look, like when they're doing like the one on one with Brian. He's like, uh, he spells it like he yeah. says it's Weiner. It's spelled as Weiner. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> give him a place to stay. So good for the good yeah. for the turtle. Cole was real pumped with like the jacuzzi. He's like, ah, turtle man. Yeah. Coming through. <laughs> um, Cole at one point stole a scooter from a razor yep, scooter from sure somewhere. Um, I uh, love when uh, they bring the hood out for Colt because he's getting snuck in yeah. and he puts it on and just goes this is my nostrils <laughs> there's no eye <laughs> there's holes there's no eye holes it's a hollow wicked mask yeah. there's no eye holes <laughs> hilarious and they're like no you just see through the mesh in the eyes he's like uh uh-uh. uh yeah no, no you don't um, <laughs> so this Chikara show uh, who are you going to talk about? Uh, uh, well, it's it's uh, unstable makes an appearance. They sure do. You get uh, the full gamut of unstable. You get Colin Delaney. Yep. You get stigma. You sure do. And you get uh, old Vinnie Gerard. You sure do. Uh, Vinnie Gerard looking like a million bucks. Always. Uh, almost always. Every day of his life. <laughs> Every day of his life. Uh, it was just funny to see that and like see them in a high profile match because Unstable was fucking hot, man. Like yeah. they, they had good angles with 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 three with yeah. those dudes with a lot of people. Like uh, you know, uh, I, I've known Jerry a very long time. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't necessarily praise Jerry. Jerry's not often, uh, deserving of my praise. Uh, but I really like Vin Gerard and, uh, I've told Jerry this to his face. I think Jerry's a much better wrestler than he ever thought he was and gave himself credit for. Uh, and that if he wasn't as, uh, small as he is, he would have been a bigger star. I agree. Um, but, uh, I think a lot of people stole from him, uh, just like, unashamedly just stole from mm-hmm. the Vingerard gimmick uh, a lot yep. uh, across the indies and even further. Uh, and I think you can still see some Vingerard and some people out there. Uh, and uh, it was cool to see him. Uh, of course, I love stigma, Shane Storm stigma. Sure. Uh, and Colin's great. Colin, I've less, you know, yeah. I don't know Colin, uh, but he's, you know, obviously a very talented wrestler. I liked how they were comparing WWE runs. Oh, that was hilarious. Uh, I, like, I mean, oh, well, we were there combined 16 months. Like, ah, Brian, I hope you get more than that. <laughs> right. Uh, but it was just cool to see, like, a Chikara show with some Chikara people. and That one that guy screaming bullshit. at Cabana how much he hates him. Right. 
And Kamara's like, oh, I was real worried that guy's just going to take everybody out of the match. Right. And he talks, you know, that's where they played the baseball game during right. the match. And yeah. He's like, you know, Jim Ross saw us. He'd be like, you're a goddamn idiot. What are you doing? Right. And he says he won't do that in Ring of Honor, but yeah. in Chikara, it's the product. Yeah. And that's an interest. That's a good point that wrestlers can learn from and fans can yeah. learn from. Is that it's all based on the product you're looking to put out. Chikara was a very different product. Yeah. Who sniffed success in a couple different ways. Yeah. One of my favorite things about this I think if Chikara wasn't run by a moron, they would have been bigger. There's I'll that. Just, I'll say that now. In 2021, <laughs> I can say that. There is that. Um, there was, when they were at that, like, shindy, mm-hmm. when Brian was against that Chris Battle. Yeah. And Chris Battle still wrestles, I looked it up. Oh, okay. Good is, for him. Which is cool, man. Yeah, Good hey. for you, brother. Yeah, great for you, man. Good job. Um, I loved when Brian was just like, you know, we're th- how long into this show? Mm-hmm. He goes, if I wrestle my style, these people are bored. They're right. done. They're yep. over it. Yeah. He goes, so yeah, turn it up a little bit. And he goes, and he's like, I hate brawling where you're setting things up. Mm-hmm. And then you put a guy through. He goes, so what we do, we use the chairs around right. the ring. I'm like, dude, that's fucking yeah. brilliant. It shows of, how smart this dude right. is. A lot of wrestling and I love the guy's nuggets. dad getting in front of him to block uh-huh. from kicking his ass. And he goes, yeah. I'm not going to get that when I go to WWE. Right. He's like, this is why I love this shit. Right. A lot, uh, Just a lot of little wrestling knowledge and little nuggets of, of how it works. Uh, is you know, and a lot of this is just a couple guys in car hanging out. Yeah, but uh, there's some there's some some cool wrestling knowledge and stuff that you can gleam off of this, uh, and just just enjoy it. Like I even like I honestly enjoyed his very like honest takes at seminars mm-hmm. and going to the Ring of Honor school. Yeah, and being like, what do you guys want to work on? And they're mm-hmm. just like, uh, and he goes. Fuck, man, when me and Spanky were coming up, like, mm-hmm. we were like, Rudy Boy Gonzalez just would open the gym and be yeah. like, go do whatever you guys want. He's like, we want to do German suplexes. Mm-hmm. He's like, these guys, he's like, I don't feel they're taking it serious right. enough. And like he said, he goes, oh, you know, you want to play wrestler to be yeah. with your buddies and shit. He goes, that's fine. I'm not going to mm-hmm. judge you for it. He goes, right. But like, you're not going to get any further. Well, and the interesting thing is, I think that reflects the later, the, the post Daniel Bryan, post 2009 Ring of Honor years. Sure. I think you look at Ring of Honor four years later, and what are they doing? Yeah. What's interesting? What's new? What's innovative about them? Yeah. This is a company that from in 2002, three, four was super innovative, and were a super created the model for a super indie. Sure. And people are still copying that model while Ring of Honor suffers. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. It um, and possibly goes away. Yeah. I like seeing like uh, them ragging on Eddie Kingston. Right. He's like, you know, this guy says he's such a gangster. He's wearing Old Navy. Uh-huh. Like that made me laugh a lot. Right. Uh, McGinnis going through Colt's bag and be like, oh, you know, your standard, your lotion, uh, one ribbed condom. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Co- Cabana trying to get what that girl was oh real my. cringy. He's like. <laughs> Hey, guys, I'm blowing in her ear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like that? Yeah. I like when they're at the restaurant and they, like, that uh-huh. guy would, goes up to with the stick of gum or whatever. Yeah. And Cabana's, like, leaning into the girl afterwards trying to get her to kiss on the cheek. It's like, not ever. And he just goes, can I offer you a stick of gum? Yeah. That made me laugh yeah. real hard. Uh, Brian, with his weird, uh, no, like, not closing his eyes when he sneezes. Yes. They, I can do that, too, they, by the way. That's creepy. Yep. I don't want to try because I feel like my eyes are going to pop yeah, out. You worry. It's definitely a worry, but yeah, I can do that. Yeah. I, ugh, don't do that. I can do that. Um, it's just a ton of fun. Like, <laughs> they just pop in Benadryl. Yeah. Like, because all the cats and shit. Uh-huh. And Brian's like, I'm going to wash this down. 
I'm choosing to do this, not because I have to. Yeah. Because like, I'm a man. Right. Like, uh, him by, like, them ragging on him for the Barbra Streisand record. <laughs> yeah. was so good. Right. And he's, he goes to see his sister. Yeah, who lived in Reading. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, that's, that's funny. Cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just cool. It's you such see... like a cool flash, though, right. of that time. And it's cool to hear Danielson when he's just like, oh, maybe I get there uh, if I get three right. years. Like, cool, fine. Right. He's like, I can come back to the Indies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and when you like, see AIW, you see some Indies that yeah, still exist. So you a- see AIW, yeah, so you at, see at, Biggins the, and Thor. The Dark Castle Manor. Right. Yeah, like, with the dragon. Uh, <laughs> with, with a ponytail Johnny Gargano. I know, right? I laughed at uh, Haley Hatred. I yeah. was like, whoa, there's a sighting. Yeah. Um, I laughed so hard when Dragon was posing with the dragon outside uh-huh. and you hear companions going, coming soon to smack down. <laughs> that made me laugh a ton. Uh, and then uh, towards the end, we get a very baby Kenny Omega. Like young very baby, baby. Kenny yeah, Omega. Yeah, I mean, this is this is at this point uh, 10, 12 years later. Yeah. They so. called kind of the promo about the desk or whatever uh-huh. the house that they built. It was so fu- it was so funny. Like, yeah. and I'm like, man, look at like these guys have been friends for right. this long, you know. Yeah. And like now, look at well, yeah, where look where at. they are. You know, and it's it's right. such a crazy evolution. Like, Brian overcame every fucking odd mm-hmm. in WWE. He yeah. certainly did. That dude is a self made man. Right. That's the way I always looked yeah. at that guy. He always was just like hardest worker in the Definitely. room. Out wrestle everybody. He'll out talk you for sure. Everything. Yeah. Um. I I always forget how much I miss his like springboard dive to the outside mm-hmm. and how just crazy it yeah. looks. Um, it's interesting the the difference because so and even the like sort of the premise of this is it's Colt on his way back and Brett Dragon on his way out. Yeah. And Dragon, who like you said, is a self made guy. Like he got there, he worked really hard. They weren't. He made everything he could. In the WWE, and you know, he got himself where he was. They were they weren't going to yeah. push him as hard as they no, were. No. He he made them. It he got himself him. over. He did that. And then Colt is a guy who didn't have that trajectory, but scratched and clawed. There it is to make his own niche in wrestling Absolutely. and has been very successful at it. Absolutely. The podcast that podcast the, influenced right, everybody. The indie wrestling career, like you know, and now he's in AEW. Doing doing yeah. fine. Have, you know, he's always around. He's having good matches. He's helping out backstage, all yeah. that sort of stuff. So it's interesting to see these guys in two different paths, especially right at the beginning of this. One's on the up, one's on the down. And, like, you know, Cold especially, like, really. And you like him or not, I don't, you know, personal story, I don't, whatever. Sure. Uh, I don't, you know, don't have any experience with the guy. But, like, he really did find a niche and made sure he was successful in it. He did. He found his place. And that's, you know, that's like, a commendable listen, man, thing. If it wasn't for him, Jericho never would have had a podcast. Right. No, absolutely Austin not. Austin never would have had a podcast. Yeah, right. Most of these wrestling podcasts never mm-hmm. would have existed right. if it wasn't for Cole. Yeah, Cabana made it and made it viable and made something out of it. Uh, no, I haven't listened to his new one. The wrestling it's good, Anonymous. man. It, it's it's good. Um, but I love the old ones. Listen I still, to the guys I still I like. go back and listen yeah. to some of those. But, uh, but yeah, it, this was a cool documentary. Yeah, uh, I dug it. Uh, you should seek it out. I haven't seen any of the other ones. I don't know if they're any as good or uh, any good. I haven't seen. I've seen clips of the one with um, the Good Brothers with Gallows and uh, Cliff Compton. Yeah, um, but this was just like it was Brian Danielson, right? It's right. like just the, arguably the biggest right. best wrestler. And it's interesting now to ever. see to see where that where he is now and where he was going. And you know that whole WWE story. You know how it worked yeah. out for him. You know how big of a star he became yeah. and now is like writing like, his own, writing on his own terms. Right. On his own fucking right. terms. Yep. And it's so crazy to yeah. me. 
And I love Brian Danielson. Yes. But yeah, anywhere you could find this, seek it out. Yeah. Uh, it's such a great watch. It is. It's one of my favorite wrestling documentaries ever. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're local, I'll even let you borrow it because I watched my physical copy. Right. If um, uh, yeah, if you're uh, if you if you haven't seen this and you're looking for it, it's it's sliding the DMs. Well, there's that too. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. It was funny when I when I uh, busted it out of my my dvd stack that my ever dwindling dvd stack because yeah. you know physical media whatever and i looked at the cover i go oh shit cabana signed this i go did i buy this at a show and i'm like oh no i go i opened it up and it had the postcard oh really second, i bought it off a store ah cult merch because we saw him a whole shit yeah, ton in jakar yeah. and stuff so and I was like, wow i go wow holy shit this was like i remember buying this yeah and it took me back and i was like man that's real cool yeah good shit though it man. was good shit it's it's worth the watch it's a lot of fun yeah uh, just to see where these guys are, and Sal Renaro is still out there doing it. Yeah, I think it was, did he pop up an NWA like a year? Or two I think ago? so. Just I just, like, I just like like a dude that was like, listen, I'm not going to be world champion. Yeah, he, I'm he, fun doing what yeah, I'm doing. He knows. I know my place. I know what I'm doing, yeah. and I can make a career out of it. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, so I agree with that. Yeah, so good for him, That's and cool. it's cool to see. You know, like. Champa's just some fucking random indie guy in yeah. this. Gargano's Gargano like the AWI champion. Omega's a fucking baby. Steen's like yeah. setting up the ring for Ring of Honor, like working. But you like, see in the background yeah. when they're at, I think it was the show in uh, Chicago. You see like the Young Bucks just in right. the background. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, Claudio was like super into right. This, There's some Claudio cool. stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, just seeing like this is when Bret Hart was like doing some appearances mm-hmm. for ROH. Yeah. And, like, Yep. It's cool, man. It's such a it's it's a cool time to like go back and look at. Yeah, for sure. And I thought they just encapsulated everything kind of perfect mm-hmm. around this time. I agree. So, but that's it. That's it. That's all we got. We already talked about what we're watching next we week. Sure did. Can't wait. Can't wait. Doing some Noah. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you're listening to this early Thursday, or for whatever reason, it like. 2 a.m. Gobble Thursday gobble. morning. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this after Thursday, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope you didn't get trampled at Black Friday. Uh, shop online. It's much easier. It's so much easier. And uh, if you want to uh, buy us anything on Black Friday and send it to us, you can email the show and we'll give you our address. Yes, buy us anything. At uh, we need wrestling at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at we need wrestling, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're a member of the soon to be named network and STBN network on Twitter, soon to be named network.com soon to be named network.tumblr.com. Uh, all our shows go up on there. We're available on Spotify and iTunes and every, everywhere else conceivably that you should get a pot that you get your podcasts. Uh, you can again, find us on the pod being at weenie wrestling.com and, uh, soon to be named network has a bunch of friends, uh, including at odds with wrestling, long box heroes, long box heroes after dark, uh, Hit My Music, Puzzle Warriors 3, uh, Final Wrestling Place, a uh, bunch of other shows. Check all that out. Joe posts all that stuff, does all the legwork for you. If we're anywhere, he puts it all up. Wings uh, and I, I, Right there. Right, my very good. next thing was good. our other – Brett and I's other podcast. We are uh, two of the four hosts of Wings on Wings, the show where we discuss the 90s sitcom Wings while we eat hot wings sure uh, to varying degrees of burnination. Uh, and, uh, we just did a recording session this week. The episodes won't be out until next week. There's two episodes featuring the prince of the soon to be named network, Todd Roker. Uh, I will say they are two of the most fun episodes I've ever had recording. 
Uh, Todd wanted to be on for a specific episode. We roped him into two. So, so much fun. over the next two weeks or so, those will be popping up. Yeah. So check those out. Uh, we recorded our longest episode ever with Todd. Uh, sure did. Should go back and listen. And make sure I don't have to edit anything out so we don't get canceled. <laughs> because, uh, but, uh, unlike Longbox Heroes, we don't we didn't have a uh, have the restrictor plate on Todd. Oh, uh, this is Todd which, unleashed, right? Which may or may not be a mistake. <laughs> Joe may have learned that lesson early and put the restrictor plate on when we turned it off. So, <laughs> but check all that out. Uh, if you want to reach out to me personally, I'm at the Dude's T H E D O G E. I don't tweet a ton. But uh, I am out there uh, tweeting about movies and, and what have you. Uh, I'm not watching football this year, but it's about goddamn time. The, the Giants should have fired Jason Garrett before they ever hired him. Yo, the but, Giants fucking suck. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, God, they're terrible. They're real bad. Danny Jones is bad. Is he? He I've, threw I haven't been watching. one of the goddamn worst interceptions I've ever yeah? seen in my life okay. Monday night. I haven't been watching because I don't give a shit. Football, football lost me, but... Uh, Still, yeah. still got me, but yep. goddamn, Danny so, Jones sucks. Sure, <laughs> yeah, they'll move on from him with the, with a shitty draft pick this year. Yeah, they're not going to sign him to a contract. They'll move no on. Way. Yeah, they'll be done. They'll walk away. But uh, but you know, getting rid of a shitty uh, offensive coordinator that you never should have had oh, is, yeah, a, is Jason a big Garrett issue. Sucks. Uh, where can they find you, Brett? Uh, at BrettXEdge five seven zero. Um, you can see me talk about that one Jalen Hurts touchdown run from Sunday, which he broke some dude's ankles. It was sick. Um, I don't know. I don't really. I don't fuck. I just tweet about wrestling anymore. I don't. Have, there's nothing else right. for me to tweet about. Wrestling's our life, and like fucking midnight mass because yeah. it's so cool, and I can't wait to go watch it again. There you go. And uh, I don't know. Occasionally, I tweet about music, and I don't know music. The Sixers. Sixers have been on a West Coast swing, so it's been a little tough for me. Uh, but Joel Beach should be back on Saturday. Praise be. There you go. So uh, yeah. Hit me up there. Uh, real quick, you buy anything this week? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, one thing. What'd you buy? Thanks to you. Oh. My dear sir. My yes. dear friend. Should be here Saturday. Thank God. Uh, we were hanging out here Saturday mm-hmm. after Wings on Wings, and you showed me a picture on your phone, mm-hmm. and I went, oh, shit. Somebody already commented, and you go, yeah, it was me, and I went, and I grabbed your arm and shook you violently. <laughs> um, so thanks to you. Somebody in the major group was just like, oh, hey, have this spare Zodiac. Yes. So fucking finally getting the Zodiac. Cannot wait. Yes. Because I'm such a goddamn WCW fan. Right. Um, that's, I think that's the only thing I bought this week, though. Okay. I didn't buy it. I've been, I've been good. You know what, dude? Like, I was clearing out, like, going through my email, and I go, I have some stuff pre-ordered, but yeah. not a lot. Not a um, lot. Yeah, I don't know. Did, what I did you get anything bought this week? So I the, the Jake pre-order was that last week? That was the eighteenth. Yeah, but I don't remember. That was the eighteenth. So that was that was that was last week then. Was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Thursday of last week. Okay. So I, I pre-ordered the Jake, uh, the the Legends that's coming out, the like fire with the, the fire pants with the cobra, the, the cobra incident. Yes, pants. that has yeah. the 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 chases the uh, spin the deal, spin, spin the, the wheel, wheel make, make the deal. deal. Which I will goddamn get. Uh, I ordered two. And uh, just a little tip, if you're listening to this show and you've made a, a purchase from Target in the last 14 days and the, the items went on sale, they have a ton of Black Friday sales. Sure. Action figures were like buy one, get one half off and everything. Uh, the Target has a number on the website. You can't do it over email. I will say I got connected almost immediately to someone. Good. And I got the discount applied. So I got two Jakes pre-ordered for very cheap. That's what we like to hear. Um, and my pro wrestling crate came in. I already sold all that shit. Uh, 
it was a Terry Funk sticker. Yeah. I shouldn't have bought it, but I did. <laughs> oh, I did buy some shit from IVP. I'm not going to tell you what that is. If okay. you know, you know. Right. Um, and you then know, did I buy anything else? Uh, I really don't think I did. I don't think. No, I don't think I bought anything else either. I don't. Trying to look. Not that I remember. That's it. Yeah, I think that's uh, wrestling. I was wise? 0 for two or 0 for three on my PS5 attempts. Yep. So still trying. Hashtag get bread of PS5 yeah. at retail value. We're trying, pal. It's, we're, uh, we're, we're doing I will say this, though. If you're listening to this before or on Friday, Friday is Dawn Friday at Foreign Objects. Uh, so, oh, yes. So give that, if you're into the Japanese figure game like we are, yeah. check th- check them out at Foreign OBJX on Instagram. Sure to, I have my notifications on. You're going you're gonna to get a ton of deals from that guy. Yeah, he's uh, awesome. He's above board and pretty awesome. Yeah. So. I'm with it. Yep. So there is that. And uh, that's it. Be back next week talking Noah. Back to the regular time. Regular regular wrestling time. Regular wrestling channel. And, we'll be uh, here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named soon network. To be named the Lamborghini <laughs> of Podcast Networks. Knock it off, nerds!